podcastjuice.net. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Michael Dean Show here on Podcast Juice. I be that guy, Michael Dean. Joining me today, Mr. Q Storm. Sir, how are you? I just want to say uh, I love all my Podcast Juice brothers. And now I'm a MJ Motown 25 Shade, including Aunt Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> Starting early. Those are the good, but this is gonna Those be good this is gonna be one of those shows. Uh, I said I love, I said I love, love, it's all love. Yeah. <laughs> also joining us today, you just heard his name mentioned, Mister Aunt Pooh. Oh, you can call it today. I got a new nickname. I am Water Pistol Ant. Okay. And much like that, and much like that joke, uh, I see Michael Jones is off to an zero and one start, like his white mommy Hillary Clinton this week. Damn, oh, we're starting early. <laughs> <There> we <are. laughs> can can you translate the first part of that so it makes sense for all of us? Because um, I because I'm because I'm not packing with heat yet. I got the water pistol. Well, we know you're not uh, packing, but. Um, Anyway, yeah, well, let's let's get through the How intros you know? first. And, uh, How you know? We'll get Why to the mud slinging a little later. Let's, <laughs> as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, things are going to get hot. We haven't even got to the intros. Everyone's going at each other. Pause. Uh, also joining us today, Mister Big Sexy and Saxer. How are you, man? I am doing well. My uh, my client is down in L.A. doing his Grammy thing this weekend, and I'm just uh, relaxing, finishing up some work here. Uh, yes, and it is, uh, I guess it is Grammy weekend uh, tomorrow. Well, we're recording this on Saturday the 11th. The Grammys will be on Sunday. And uh, I know one of the things going on at the Grammys will be a some sort of Michael, excuse me, Michael, Michael, some sort of Prince tribute performance rumored to uh, involve the time, uh, Bruno Mars, and uh, possibly Rihanna, I think. Uh, so... Yeah, I'm definitely uh, trying to check that out. I don't know if I'll watch the actual show, but usually it'll turn up online before it gets to the West Coast, at least. But uh, And then also, uh, Prince News, uh, his music, uh, I guess the classic albums, uh, will be on all of the streaming services starting tomorrow. So, uh, no longer a title exclusive coming back to the other services uh, Google Play, iTunes Spotify um, somebody said Napster I didn't even know they were still out there doing their thing uh, so still out. I guess they are, I guess it's some kind of subscription service um, so yeah uh, now you'll be able to, to stream Prince's uh, albums uh, through there, it's kind of interesting I, I, we've already talked ad nauseum about why they're doing this and there's actually an article out uh with uh, Londell McMillan and Charles Copeland, Copeland, huh? yes, Copeland. Uh, with a billboard, and they talk about uh, you know the deals and stuff that they got got going on and what they're doing with the uh, estate and the the state of their connection to the estate and some of the allegations against uh, Lundell, for instance. An interesting article, uh, but that's where Prince is at this time. Uh, what go what ahead. does that mean for for? Okay, so that include title or not? 
Uh, so I don't know if Title. I know Title had to strip back a lot of the stuff that they had. I'm not a Title user, so I, I don't know what they have up there anymore, and I don't know if they're going to be able to stream the stuff starting tomorrow like everybody else. I, that is unclear. I know that Title is trying to fight in court, you know, saying, hey, we had an agreement with Prince. Uh, but like I said, you know, uh, there was some interesting wording. I'm sure Big Sexy Lawyer, he saw... That, uh, that interview on Billboard, and, and at one point, Londellen, Londellen, Londell made a point to say, uh, you know, something to the effect of, you know, we're, we're, we're following all the agreements or something that we know of. <laughs> so any other sort of things that may have been said that we're not aware of, well, that's, so I, I don't know, man. It, it is what it is. Uh, Mr. Nelson is not here no more, so a whole different world but with that said so a lot of great things and of course uh, what the other Prince thing was uh, Universal the, the deal with Universal Music it went through Friday I guess and so they're going to be releasing his stuff going forward uh, sounds like they're going to be releasing the NPG albums or they at least have access to do that and Volt material so I guess the new Prince stuff will be on Universal uh, as opposed to, of course, the Purple Rain will be with Warner Brothers. Um, so there you go. All right, uh, man, we got to get we got a lot of stuff to, stuff to get into. First thing I want to get into real quick, since we're talking about Prince, real quick, I want to mention this book. Uh, it's a book about Michael Jackson. Okay, and uh, gosh, I don't even have it in front of me like I was supposed to, but it's a book. Uh, told from the point of view of these two brothers that were his personal security during the last part of his life. The book is called Remember the Time Protecting Michael Jackson in His Final Days. Now, a little backstory. This book came out a few years ago, I think in 2014. And at the time, I had read uh, like the first chapter or two because, you know, like on the Kindle, you can read the first parts of a book for free. So I had read it back then. And I was like, this is kind of interesting. Let me save this for later, you know, and read it. And I forgot about it, you know. And at the time when I was reading it, I didn't know the guys, what they looked like or who they were. And I didn't get too far into it. But I was just thinking, oh, OK, this is I don't know why this is my own stereotypes. For some reason, I was thinking, oh, this is probably just some Samoan cats or some Asian cats. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> I don't know where I got this from. But uh, anyway, years later, I uh, have an account with Audible.com, and this is not a paid thing. And, you know, if, if you have an account with Audible, they give you a free credit every month. And so I was thinking to myself, oh, I, I, think, I think I got a free credit. Let me go download a book, you know, audio book. And I was looking through and I was I was about to get the Bobby Brown memoir book, uh, which is actually narrated by Bobby. And I heard it was really good. You know, it's a really big seller. And I was looking, I said, OK. And then I saw I said, oh, that's right. They got Michael books on here. And then there was some Prince books and stuff. And I said, oh, I got that one book. I said, you know what? What the hell, man? Let me just go on and grab this it's free shit. So I started listening to it. And man, immediately. I got sucked in. Uh, one, so the people that they have narrating the book, they're not the actual real guys, but they're 
hella actors, and they got some brothers to narrate it. Apparently, you can just kind of tell. I was like listening to it, and the way they started talking, and it just started becoming like they was talking to you. It was like a podcast or something. And I was like, this shit is hilarious. And I'm like, these are some real cats. They're older brothers. Uh, you know, came up through the ranks. Uh, one of the guys, Bill Whitfield, uh, he's uh, done a lot of uh, celebrity body. He's body. I think he's a, 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 a uncle or a cousin to Grand Pooba from my hip hop heads uh, from Brand Nubian, sort of put him in the game. And then he you know, he went on to work with Andre Harrell and Puffy and just everybody in the game. And then he got this thing with Michael Jackson. And it was a cool setup because, and I don't want to spoil too much, but I'm saying this so you can go get this thing. But it just all starts because, you know, the, somebody calls him and says, hey, I need a guard for tonight, man. This is an important client. You know, I can't tell you who it is, blah, blah, blah. And he goes through the process of getting them his background information. They do a background report. And he's like, we got to meet this guy. I think it's at an airport. We're just going to take him to a house, and we're good. And he's like, okay. And, you know, he goes to the, does the job, and he sees these kids coming down and ramp, and some tall dude, you know, is covered up, gets in the car, to take him to the spot, to the house, and, and he's a rap, you know. And he was, like, talking to the guy who put him up on the job. He said, my man, so who's the client, man? You know, I didn't, never, I didn't even, you know, meet him or nothing, you know. It's just, it's a cool little detail. He's like, oh, man, uh, yeah, I, I can tell you this, man, but, you know, you got to keep this on the low. He's like, all right, whatever, nigga. Who, who is it? He's like, it's Michael Jackson. <laughs> and you, when the realization, he was like, what? He's like, my man, that's Michael, yo. He's like, yo. I mean, he was so, like, tripping, like, unbelievable. He's like, unbelievable. You, you bullshit. He's like, dude, that's Michael, man. And he said, matter of fact, he saw your resume. He saw that you work for Motown. He wants to fuck with you. Now, I'm throwing some of the different language in there, but some of the language isn't. He's like, yo, he wants, to, he wants to want you to work for them, man. Like, stay here at the crib. Work for him. He's like, what? And so this whole thing, man, just starts from that. And then he brings in his boy to come work. But he can't tell him who it is. And again, these are regular cats like you and me who have grown up. Well, of course, Michael Jackson is... It's Michael Jackson. I don't care who you've been working for. Or what he was like, it's unbelievable. So it's an interesting vantage point to see it from regular people that are so bugged out. But you have to be professional, right? And you are responsible to take care of this dude. And this is in the later part of Michael Jackson's life where it's on some other stuff, man. There's a lot of shady funniness going on at the same point. So it's a brilliant book, man. I'm probably about halfway through. And there's so much stuff in it that really gives you a good vantage point of what Mike was really like. You get to see how he really was as a dad, as a man, his interactions with his family. I'll tell you one thing, and it's not going to spoil a lot, but it was just a trip. Mike basically was really not fucking with his family, except for his mom, which a lot of you already know this. But it was to the point where when they found out where Michael was living at the time, they would come to his house and, you know, he had a, it was a gate and stuff and he had the guards there. But it was like Joe Jackson came one day. Let me in. 
um, you know, and now again, these are the guards. We all know who the Jacksons are, right? They superstar, they they legends. So when you see, oh, that's Joe Jackson right there, yo. That's Joe used to beat them kids, <laughs> but but Joe Jackson's right there. Oh, how you doing, sir? Let me speak to Michael. Well, uh, are you on the list, nigga? I built this house, nigga. He wouldn't be here. I mean, he was going in. Joe, Joe was a nut. Sorry, excuse me, sir. <laughs> Let me go talk to Michael. Michael was like, and Michael was so cold with it. You know, he's doing, he's in his room. Uh, does he have an appointment? <laughs> I'm listening to this. I'm like, wow. And then the narrator, the brother doing a book, he's like, wow. He's like, but that's your dad. Like, does he have an appointment? Um, <laughs> no, sir. Well, then I can't see him right now. And then having to go down there and tell him that, you know what I'm saying? It is a cold piece of work. The last one I was saying, my, my man, Randy Jackson. He's his ass whipped. <laughs> Randy's a cold piece of work. <laughs> uh, there's many instances where the family comes to that gate, but there's one instance where, and, and then here's the thing to set up too. These are real bodyguard cats. And they about their weapons. They about high tech. They they ready. These are real dudes. And one day a car smashes through the front gate. And you know that's on some John Wick shit. So them cats and stuff. Yo, because they got cameras and stuff. It's on. And my man ran out there, popped the jammies out, and busting to the door. <laughs> Put that bad boy up because they couldn't see who was driving. They had dug down and was ready to dump. Had the gun in there and it was Randy Jackson with some chick. And Randy was like, get that fucking gun out of my face. Tell Michael I want my money. <laughs> He's like, yo, you need to get your shit and get the fuck. Tell him I want my fucking money. I ain't going no girl. So that's all I'm going to say. There's a lot of some shit going on, man. And then you get into like the people that was his managers and the the the, the, the people that was like in the entourage, only like two or three other people. And there's so much shadiness and untrustworthiness. It's Michael's on some other shit. But Mike was a good dude. But he was just this is way after Thriller, way after Bad, way after. You know, what I mean, so he done been through everything. And there was a lot of stuff going on in his life in that last part. All of this is going on. We got three little children and you really gets into that day to day of how he got down with his kids. And it's, it's unbelievable. And the other thing is, this is going to be a movie, actually. Uh, sadly to say, Lifetime is going to make this into a movie. I think, they, I think they already started shooting this. Uh, no music will be involved oh, in Lifetime movies. Well, there's, And there's really no music in this book, but. Uh, it's it'll be interesting to see. It's gonna I can already tell this is gonna be a classic movie because the book is classic from the point of view of these guys and what they're seeing. It's gonna be hilarious, but it's gonna be sad too. Uh, I know I said I want to spoil it, but I got tied in the prince. Here's one last thing, and we're gonna move forward. There's a part where Michael. I don't even say where he's at. He's in bumfuck America, and he lives there, and no one really knows this. But, you know, if Michael wants to go somewhere, all hell can break loose is Michael Jackson. And there's parts in this book where you really get to see why he's on some other shit and how people respond to him. 
But there's a part where he wants to go to the store, and the only store in that area is Walmart. And so, you know, the the guard's like, okay, Mike, man, this, <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's go. You know, Mike's got on, you know, a, a simple little, uh, that little surgical mask thing, you know, we have on, and he's all in black. And so he just picks up a shopping cart, and he just walks in there, and the guy kind of stays a little bit back, but he's in plain clothes. And immediately the security guard at the door is like, what the fuck? Like, this dude looks like he's about to rob the place. <laughs> and the brother's already like kind of knowing because some shit happened before. It's like, ah, oh, this is, this might not be good. So, you know, Mike's in going through the aisles and just driving shit, looking, you know, chilling. And all of a sudden, the police officer comes up to him. And he's like, Yo, you got some idea? Who? Are, what are you doing? You know, and the you know, security guard—he already knows. So he's like, "Oh, excuse me." He never says it's Michael Jackson. He'll say, "You know, it's a important dignitary, dignitary, high-level dignitary. You know, who wants to be anonymous?" And I'm here, personal security. And the police dude was like, "Yo, man, who is this?" And he's like, "Sir, it's high-level, <laughs> and police officers not having it." And once before the police, the, the security guard told the police officer it was Michael Jackson, all hell broke loose. So he's trying to figure out what can I do because we're in the middle of fucking Walmart. This is not, this ain't a place where we can get out of here. You know, it could go bad. So he says, uh, he's pressed and he's like, okay, listen, it's Prince. And, what? The, guy, and the guy goes, what? <laughs> Mike had to tell Oh, hell no. <laughs> And the guy goes, he goes, Purple Rain Prince? Purple Rain Prince? He's like, yes, it's, it's Prince, man. He just, he's like, why is he dressed like that? He, he doesn't want any attention. He's trying to, you know, he's trying to be incognito, man. He just wants to shop. The guy goes, okay, all right. And he leaves. And Mike But like, wait a minute. Hold, uh, can I ask you? <laughs> sure. Doesn't everybody and their mama know that Prince ain't number 5'2"? Well, most people have one. never seen Prince in person, and this is bumfuck America. I ain't saying where this is at. It's not a major city. So the dude's like, okay. And, uh, and Mike was like, what did, what did you say back there? And I'm trying to like, what, what did you tell him back there? He's like, man, I had to tell him something. I told him you were Prince. And he says, Mike's laughing. He's like, you said what? He says, oh, no wonder no one came and bothered me. Damn. Just fired. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. I was rolling. <laughs> okay, that, that that had to been written. That must be the joke that they won in the movie. Nah. I, I can see that in the movie, but it was. But let me tell you this. I, I say now, I'm Mr. Prince Podcast, but I was I was in tears. But listening so far in the book, that's not a diss per se. Mike was on. It's not. Well, it, well, the reality is the dude walked away, right? Because in the other situations in that book, all hell breaks loose, and anyone thinks that that's Michael. So there is a difference in terms of how people see a guy, and it's not a disturbance. It have been with anybody, probably. Michael Jackson's on some other shit. But with all of that said, I'm saying go either read this book. I'm actually. Advocating, I'm on my cue storm. Shots fired. Get the audio book. Now the audio book is a 
fabulously done book, and they act the parts out with the two guys, and it, it was it's great. Uh, one of the best things I've heard in a long time. This thing is nine hours long. I don't Damn. ever want it to end. It's just so good. I just like I I could sit here and listen to this whole thing all day, but I don't want to do it like that because this is excellent. So, shout out to Bill Whitfield and Javon Bread. Those are real those are real cats. I tip my hat to these brothers, and uh, I can tell it's going to get going. The book's going to go left because you already kind of see <laughs> when you start messing with people's money, <laughs> as you see with Randy. You know, it, it gets wild. But uh, anyway, shout out to Michael Jackson fan. Shout out to Paris. I have such a deeper appreciation for those children. I feel like I know them. So shout out to those kids, man. Heart goes out to them. All right, we got to move forward. Oh, done that for a while. Randy showing up at the gates with some half of where my money, man. Randy's a wild boy. <laughs> Randy, Randy lucky he didn't get dealt with. <laughs> he said, where my motherfucking money? They go, on oh, me. And get a motherfucking man. job, man. Shit. There was a lot of cats that did that, though. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Uh, okay, moving forward. Uh, movies, John motherfucking Wick, <laughs> chapter two. So we're going to talk about John Wick here. Uh, now, Big Sexy, did you see John Wick? Have you seen the first one? I saw the first one. I haven't seen this one. Okay. And Ant, uh, I know you haven't seen the second one yet. Q, I know you have seen not- it. So I do want to hear what you have to say about this real quick. Spoil away. Yeah. The, well, no, I'm not going to spoil I, it. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will say this, and I'm going to keep mine brief. Y'all already know. The first movie, wrong one stamped and approved. <laughs> this movie, <laughs> this new one, stamped, double stamped and approved. But I will say this. On some level, only because it's not the first one. I hesitate to say it's not as good as the first one. It's not that. It's just different. The first one was a head bust. You didn't know what the hell to expect. And it was just fresh and new. And you you had my expectation. I never expected Keanu Reeves, John Wick to get down like that. So when you saw him bussing and the, the, the gung fu and all that, it was just a head buster to the levels of head bustivity. But in, in this new one, they just ramped it up, opened up the world of John Wick more, you know, to say, okay, you saw the rules that they had in the first one. Let's expound on that and add some more depth to it. Here you go. And literally, they just said, let's just turn this nigga loose. And y'all want to see headshots and bust, bust in with different guns? Here you go. Because that's, that's to me what this movie was. I know there's a story and all that stuff, and it's kind of interesting. But I was just like, this is just, this is, uh, this is wrong one porn. This is, this is gun porn. Because they just... It's wild, man. Like John Wick, he's almost like a a video game character where they've said like you have a cheat code or something because every shot you're gonna you're gonna hit somebody. The other every shot's a headshot. It's like he can never miss. He's almost like Hawkeye with a gun or something. It's like he's a superhero, and he's just gun busting. Like in all these people, I mean, I lost count how many cats he killed. Like this dude's he's a psychopath. <laughs> he had no remorse. He didn't even care. Just busting. It was nuts, man. 
And it's one of those movies. You know, I saw it at the pack house last night, and everybody was, oh, oh, shit, ah, oh, oh, you know, it was just all that, and and then laughing, you know. Uh, so it was an excellent, entertaining movie. Uh, I also tip my hat because I thought Common and the parts that he was in, man, he got down. Like, I don't know. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I, I tip my hat to that brother. Boy. Yeah. I, I don't know how much was real, the stunts, but it looked like they was really mixing it up. And they worked great together. Him and the stuff, him and Keanu, they could have just had the whole movie where them cats were just going at each other. Pause. That shit was badass. Funny is intense. Common, that, that was the best thing I've ever seen him do to me. Like, he was played, he didn't have a lot of talking, but his demeanor and the energy and the presence that he brought to the screen. And, and there was no real backstory to him. Just pop, I mean, it was dope, man. Um, Keanu Reeves, fabulous. And let me say this Keanu Reeves, man, if you really think about it, he should have MVP. Uh, career award for action star because he's the motherfucking man. All right. Unbeknownst to them, they sent they, they created a template with Point Break, the original movie. Now, I'm not a big fan of the movie like that, but there wouldn't even be no Fast and the Furious if there wasn't no Point Break. Was, Fast and the Furious to me, when it first came out, to me, it was a direct ripoff of that. And now that's a whole franchise into itself. But he did that. You know, the Matrix. He changed the game. And he got down on the Matrix. I don't care what you think about the movie. But that first one, when he was doing all the Kung Fu and stuff, you have to give it up. They was really doing it. He put it in. You know, he's associated with top tier shit. So he put it in on that one. There's another movie he had a few years ago. Some Kung Fu movie that he directed. He was doing some badass shit in that movie. It was the Men from Chai or something, something like that or whatever. I, I was like, okay, he's serious about it. The first John Wick and this is solidified. Like his shit is on another level when he comes to action star, putting in work. And not even talking about his regular acting stuff. Keanu Reeves is that dude that you want to aspire to be when it comes to action, iconic action movies career wise. Because some of you said you could have been done with The Matrix. Like, oh, you did your... Man, that's... Okay, you did your thing with that. That first movie's iconic, man. Like, you set the template. How many people copied that? Now he on the next one. He on this one? And he's old. How old is this dude, man? He's like, you got to deal with the devil or something? He don't seem to age and... Getting it in. So I tip my hat to Keanu. He's the man. (laughs) I don't care what nobody say relentless this movie he was vicious so i'm not even going to the problem like you i would just say double stamped wrong one i'll take another one uh the only thing he can do now then just go ahead and have john wick v batman ben affleck in the movie and they can take all the money because them niggas man john wick was like the batman scene (laughs) in the warehouse times 10 but he really didn't give a fuck like it's vicious. Man, it was gun busting. Q, man, what'd you think of this movie? <clears throat> well, um, I will say, I think that the first one was slightly better, but I'll, I'll explain why. The problems I had with this one were that 
there was a lot more dialogue. And as I said in my review, I don't really go to a John Wick movie to see dialogue. Um, and they tried to... I'm not, I'm not saying they weren't successful, but they added more layers to it. I mean, the first one was just, okay, this is a dude that's hurting, lost his wife. Uh, the dog was a, a gift in memory of his wife. Motherfuckers killed his dog. He unleashes hell. Simple. Who can't, <laughs> who can't yeah. identify with that story? Right. Now, this one, they tried to make it more... There were, there were elements of James Bond and Batman and it was a lot more layered. Not saying that's a bad thing, but it was a, lot, a little bit more convoluted. There's crossings and double crossings and a lot more dialogue, particularly with um, your man from The Matrix, uh, Fishburne, you know. And whenever you see a scene, whenever, whenever there was a scene with Keanu Reeves having delivered more than three lines of dialogue, it was painful. I don't, I don't know his acting. I don't know what's happened. I, I thought he was great in Speed. Matrix, a lot of other movies he's I been in. I forgot about Speed. That's another action classic. He, here, here, his acting was very stilted and wooden. Sometimes it was called for it. Other times I was like, ah, let's get the camera off of him talking. Let's get the guns clapping. Um, <laughs> but having said that, uh, man, like I said, fuck Tom Cruise. Fuck him. <laughs> Uh, I put in my I put in my uh, YouTube in my uh, review on YouTube. I put in a clip of Keanu Reeves uh, in a speed drill with um, he had like two three he had two handguns and then he had a long shotgun. This dude put in work. That was just the gun. That was just some training with the gun. He's hitting his targets. Then you got to imagine what did he have to go through for the martial arts training. He has his signature move in this movie where he flips the flips cats over the over his back, then uses their their uh their firearm to shoot guys coming up on him on the floor. I'm like, I ain't never seen Tom Cruise do anything like that. I mean, no wires were involved with this shit. Tom Cruise, much love, but he got wires on his shit. Keanu Reeves is hitting the floor. <laughs> okay? Um this Common, you said it too. Common can't act worth shit. <laughs> Put that motherfucker in an action movie. Day one dollars. Okay. Uh, this movie sets up uh, a se- another sequel, and if they pick up where they left off, that movie is gonna be off the chain. Mm-hmm. Put Common back in that movie. I want them to team up. Mm. All hell will break loose. <laughs> I mean, there's a scene in Rome, in the catacombs, which are, I don't know, ancient Rome. You know, some of ancient Rome was covered over. I don't know. But it's ancient Rome underneath uh, the, the city, catacombs, right? And this dude's got an AR-15. He's got a couple of other shotguns, this and that. It's like watching a, it's like watching a ballet. He's using, he's using the, uh, the, the, the outcroppings of walls and... He, he's coming back. He's coming back behind cats and doubling up on cats. And I'm like, wh- whoever directed this, let that motherfucker do Batman. Let him do the next Batman. Yeah, There's yeah. a scene uh, where they pay homage to Enter uh, the Dragon at the end with mm-hmm. the mirrors. If you didn't think shooting in mirrors was cliche, I mean, if you thought it was cliche, go see this movie. I mean, just brilliantly choreographed. Brilliantly executed. There's a scene where um, I don't know if 
I was I, I was I was dead laughing, Mike. I don't know how you reacted. There's a scene where um I'm not gonna spoil it, but something happens and my man uh I forget which character it was. He's like oh, oh it's the Bane bad guy. He's like, you know, put put seven million dollars on that motherfucker's head. <laughs> Let everybody know. And they got this not only in the first one they had a hotel that was strictly for assassins. This one, they got fucking telecommunications links. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and phone banks for uh, assassins. And this dude put a $7 million contract on uh, Wick's head, and the next, like, 10 minutes, it's Wick putting in some fucking work with all these assassins going after Fat ones, short ones, skinny <laughs> ones, black ones, white ones. The, the, the subtitle of the movie should have been John Wick Greenlit. <laughs> it, it was on. It was on, nigga. Seven million on his head. The whole community was like, oh, it was on that nigga. Like, and, and, and when you think about Hollywood movies, seven million dollars is not a lot of money. When you, you know, when you think about, uh, you know, uh, 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 putting a price on someone's head. But these cats are like seven million dollars. It's it's on. It's on and popping. Um, there's a scene. Now y'all gonna clown me? I was in that. I was sitting there like, yeah. The scene where it's like James Bond. And Q, you know, uh, the gadget dude. And my man's in there like, Mr. Uh, Mr. Wick, how many buttons would you like? Two. Uh, how many suits would you like? One for day, one for night. <laughs> okay, let's talk about let's talk about your uh, your paraphernalia. Uh, what's the main course? <laughs> what's for dessert? And he's pulling out gun after gun after gun. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you. Gun. The last gun he had. The last gun he had was my six sour. Here we go. My six motherfucking sour. <laughs> so yeah, if you listen, if you like action, if you like guns, if you like your violence uh, up close and bloody to the head, this is the movie for you. You got to sit through some um, exposition, some rough acting, but it's not about that. Who gives it? Who cares? Uh, this is the movie for you. John Wick three cannot come soon enough for me. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun freaking movie, man. It, it's I think the to me it was like the parts with Common when they're in the subways and stuff. That was almost like they kind of shot their load a little bit with that because I was like, man, that's this is fantastic. Like just the whole thing. Like they were in that subway train. That shit was crazy, man, and just. It, it was it was what I was funny about it was when we were, I'm watching it with, you know in the theater and there's the part where they're just kind of walking uh, Commons up top and uh, oh, Keanu's yeah. just walking down there and they both see each other and it's a crowded train station type place and they got their guns and shit and they're just busting shots at each other <laughs> like but they're doing it like no one can tell yeah, no one can tell um, yeah and. It, they bo- yeah, they both have suppressors on their uh, on the nozzle on the muzzles. Right, and it's just like what the hell? And it was so funny. It's actually remarkably hilarious. I was like, this nigga is crazy. Like, I'm like this. I was like, no one knows what's going on. And I'm like, wow. And then there's like, even when they're in the train and stuff, I was just like, this is nuts, man. Like, cat. And and before even coming, got to John Wick. John Wick was just gutting people, like on the <laughs> terminal. I'm like, God, yeah. I mean, actually, this last thing I'll say, man, that part with the pencil. 
Oh, you, you thought the, you thought the Joker was a cold piece of work? Oh, come on John, now, John Wick <laughs> is nuts, man. That that John was some of the bloody, insane. yeah, bloodiest. Just I mean, gore factor was out of control, man. It was. This is a wild movie. I don't know if, if watching this movie over and over is healthy because it's just. This it is was, so, it was, but it wasn't that. I don't think it was much except for the pencil scene. You're right. Except for the pencil scene. I don't think it was as I don't think it was any worse than the first one. Yeah, it was more. There was so much more. I mean, so long the drawn out the, the the fight scenes, and he just I mean the headshots is just ridiculous and the blood spurting. It, it was wild, man. He was he was unstoppable. I, that's the only thing I wish he. That's why I like the common character because he didn't. I wanted him to be challenged. I mean, you can challenge him by just throwing everybody at him, but. I still th- never thought that he was not going to make it. Even like he was getting cut and shot. I'm like, this nigga is Superman. Like, he's just unstoppable. But it, it was dope, man. It was a, it was fun. And that, at the end, you know, he had to do what he had to do. And now he's kind of like what? when Batman uh, with the end of the uh, Dark Knight and Batman was running. And everybody cops was on. I was like, no, John, John Wick, he running. He's on the run. Like, he's, he's dolo now. Like, well, that ending to me, it it reminded me of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Hilarious! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, you that's your ass. Now nah, you better get some. You better wick up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, it, it was wild, man. It was a good movie. I, you know, the Lawrence Fishburne part, I didn't think that was necessary personally, but I was that was thinking. just. I, I agree. That was more like it was fun to see him and Keanu Reeves yeah. together again. Yeah. It wasn't much more than that. It, you could have gotten rid of him, I think, and and it wouldn't. You could have rewritten that whole thing where he wouldn't even have to be in a movie, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it didn't like. It didn't, I just trying to understand like how would you just throw something like that in a movie all of a sudden? Like, why does it even matter? It doesn't. None of the other characters mention him that that I remember. He has this whole underground network of other people. Okay, I say hey, whatever. So it's comic book, fantasy shit, whatever. But yeah, dope movie, dope movie. You know, uh, a lot of that was shot on location in in New York. The um, the scene you were talking about where they were casually shooting each other when he's up top and Common is down below, that was shot in the Oculus, the new... Because um, the, the fight takes place on the PATH train, and that the, the Oculus was the new um, train, sent, uh, train depot in Manhattan that got blown up in uh, 9-11, so they rebuilt it, and that was shot in that building. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Go check out John Wick two, cha- John Wick chapter two. So I guess chapter three will be coming. Uh, definitely want to see that. They got to ramp it up. Next one they got to ramp it up. But I also agree with Q mate. The the director. Well, actually, the first movie was directed by two cats. One dude left to go do I think the next Deadpool. So it's just one person directing this one. But yeah, that dude. I was Marvel or DC. Better get that get that cat man because he's he knows about some action and also i gotta say the way they shot the movie it was not hard to understand what was going on you could see everything that part when it was going down the stairs and stuff i mean that was real somebody was actually getting thrown down them fucking stairs i was like this shit is crazy well they're probably they're probably cushioned the stairs though i don't know man i mean that shit is it could be that could have been styrofoam i'm pretty sure that was styrofoam i don't know man that looked like some, I'm just saying, man, that shit was done. Like, you couldn't... It didn't look fake at all. Like, everything was dope. 
And it wasn't no fake fighting style where you cut in. So they didn't really know. Nah, you see, they had to do the moves. So that's why I said shout out to Common and uh, Kiana, man. Them cats, they, they did their thing, man. I, oh, I will say oh, real quick, I want to say the first fight scene the, before the credits, that was a little bit on some bullshit for me, the way the the martial arts scenes, because no one's going to attack like that. And it, they, they were attacking wide open and he could just kick him in the knees and I, that was a little. I was like, "Oh, come on! Wait a minute now." They made up for that shit afterwards, though. <laughs> I, I, I'd say the common and Keanu Reeves fight scene in the Path Train, one of the best. Oh, I mean, fuck Jason Bourne. <laughs> one of yeah, the nah, best it, close co- close com- one of the best close combat fight scenes I've ever seen. Well, I, yeah, I would say this. This, you know, to me, the highest level type of movie would be like Raid Two. And how those cats okay. got down. This movie. I was, haven't seen that. I gotta go see. Oh, that. Okay, this movie is on that level, like the All real right. cats that's really popping. Uh, this was on some raid two. Like I was like, okay, America, they, they, somebody caught up to, to understand the real shit because this was what that movie reminded me of. Relentless. All right, we gotta move forward. All right, man. Let's get into some. Uh, some other stuff. Let's just change it up here real quick. I got to talk about my man, George Lopez. He was in the news this week. Uh, TMZ released a video from one of his concerts where he said uh, a, a, a racial joke. Uh, the joke being that there's, always, there's only two rules in a Latino family. As one is don't marry somebody black and don't park in front of our house. And then... Uh, what happened was a young lady flipped him off and uh, she got thrown out. He threw her out, you know, he's calling her a bitch and get out, bitch. You don't like, you know, this whole thing. And and it really blew up in the media and stuff. Uh, and I'm going to tell you what I think about that, but I found some new information. This lady that from the video came on the, uh, DL Hughley show. And incidentally, the actual, oh, man. the actual concert, was a D.L. Hughley's George Lopez comedian show, comedy show. So they were performing together. But uh, here's a lady, uh, what she thought about the situation. Uh, let's see. Let me find her statements here. Okay. Uh, she calls herself Alexis, but she didn't want to give her real name. <clears throat> And I'm going to read a little bit of this. He says, she started, the convers- one. she started the conversation by telling any everyone who assumed she felt Lopez was being racist to, quote, mind your business. Uh, she says, the statement never came out of my mouth. I guess the statement to say that George Lopez is racist. He said, I don't think he's he is racist. I wasn't offended. I just want to clear the air. For one, I'm black and Mexican. And she says, so when he made that joke and I stood up and give, gave him the finger, it was not a malicious fuck you. It was a friendly like laughing at the joke. And for everybody to say that I was offended, no. You know how many times I've been called a bitch and I'm going to be called a bitch. I was not offended. Uh, she says, I will support him. I would still go to see his show. I don't think that he's sexist or racist. I understand, like you said on your interview, that at a comedy show, nothing is off limits. And I know that. So I wasn't offended. Um, and and afterwards, she took time to address all the people who had an opinion about the whole situation. She said, shut up. You don't know what happened and don't speak for me. If I don't care, why does anybody else care? 
she then said uh, to George, she says uh, he doesn't owe. She didn't feel like he owes her, quote, shit. But if he wants to apologize for society so everyone can get off his back, she's all for it. Uh, she says all this backlash is unnecessary. Everybody is making it something and speaking on a situation that don't even pertain to them. Let's get like what she says, like get you some business. <laughs> so here's a couple things to sort of put some context to it. She was saying when she flipped them off, it wasn't she was doing it like if you were talking to somebody and cracking on you, so I nigga fuck you. Ha <laughs> ha. It's a joke. As opposed to she's flipping you off and running off at the mouth or something. So apparently she didn't say anything. She just flipped them off, right? Laughing with them. Now here's what I think here's what I think about you. That further proves to me that George Lopez went out like a bitch. I'll tell you why. Because this lady's saying, if you believe her story, she never said nothing to him. She thought it was funny. She flipped him off saying, ha ha, okay, man, fuck you. I see you. But what happened next is he got in his feelings. Feelings. Right? And so he was going, ah, oh, bitch, you don't like you. Bitch, get out there, bitch. You know, got, got all, he kind of got on his Tommy a little bit. <laughs> When Tommy Sotomayor got hit by that car, the lady in the car, he went at her real aggressive. He kind of got on some real aggressive kind of bitch made antics for somebody who's a fan who's like, I thought it was funny, homie. But he misconstrued her, you know, middle finger to thought he would, she thought she was hating. Now, again, for me, I would say even if she was hating, you got the mic. You're the comedy guy. You crack jokes on people. So I would think that you have thicker skin. Like you could take it and want to flip the script and clown that. You know, oh, you got, oh, bitch, you want to talk? And then start kicking some jokes. You know, clown her out. And if she want to leave, she'd run out of there crying because you tore her ass up and everyone's laughing. But he went the other way with it. He said, oh, fuck you, bitch. Get out. You know, it's not even funny. Like you, you're mad. <laughs> it's your show. Why are you mad? You don't want getting paid. So I just kind of feel like he did kind of go out like a little bitch on that. And I like George Lopez. I don't, I don't really actually have any problem with the joke, personally. It's a joke. It's a racist joke, but so what? It's just funny. You're supposed to be able to take that. You come here to get laughed on, and that's what pops off, man. I know when I'm joking with people, if I'm real cool with them, Niggas are joking. I, don't get out your feeling. Oh, come on, stop being a little bitch. So, that's what I think. Q, what do you think about the situation? Uh-oh. <clears throat> uh oh. I, I, you made some good points. Uh, the the fact that he got so um, offend not defensive indicates to me that you know there's something behind that. With a smoke, there's a little bit of fire. Because, like you said, otherwise. If it wasn't meant to be a racist joke, you would just clown her out and say, look, uh, I'm not even you don't even know where I'm going with this. And, you know, he would say it a lot more funny than that. Um, but I, from what I heard, I'm dying to hear the entire act. But from what I heard, yeah, I, I would say that's offensive. And the reason I would say it's offensive is, is because I don't find jokes that have to pl- that play on stereotypes offensive. I find them. If they're told well, I find them funny. 
because stereotypes are funny. But when you say it is a rule not to date a black person, there's nothing, there's no if, ands, about about that, if, ands, or buts about that. So I find that offensive. Now, if he had finished the joke instead of throwing her out, I may have gotten more context and said, oh, okay, I see where he's going with that. He may have said, there's two rules. You don't date black people and you don't park in our driveway. That's why I had to leave my house and leave my mother or something or whatever. Or, you know, if he's making that comment, but I didn't hear the rest of the joke. So from what I heard, I would have been offended. Yeah. I mean, I can respect that. I, I would be like, well, some people would be offended. And then that'd be some people be offended. Oh, well, I mean, that's what happens when you go to a comedy show. Like, he ain't there to make you feel good all the time. I mean, it's supposed to make you laugh, but sometimes somebody else might catch feelings. But that's for the audience to catch a feeling, not for the comedian to be so defensive about it. But you, you, you broke it down pretty well. Uh, Big Sexy Man, what do you think about this whole thing? <clears throat> well, again, you know, like you said, I haven't seen the entire joke. Um, and again, you know, if he took what she said, her gestures, you know, wrong and got a little, little upset by it, you know, things happen. But it's a comedy show. You know, if you catch the attention of the cow with the mic, you're going to catch a smack. Uh, I don't think the joke itself was racist. I've heard a lot worse from very different you know, groups of comics. Uh, you know, going in, I was at a comedy show the other night, heard some pretty, you know, questionable shit. That's just how it is. You know, you go on a comedy show, you know, you're going to hear something. You may like it, you may not, but it's not, you know, let's circle the wagons. This guy's a racist or a this or a that. Uh, I like the fact that the woman came forward and said, look, it ain't even about that on my side. So anybody getting <clears throat> getting behind it thinking it's something else, y'all need to fall back. I like that she did that. She didn't need to do that. And she went on, on her own and addressed it herself. Now, I'm not saying George owes anybody anything. He doesn't. But, you know, in today's political climate, it might be smart to get out there and say something. But I don't think the joke was offensive, no. All right, and Pooh. Uh, just like Jay Z said, sensitive thugs, y'all need hugs. This is my opinion. She up there contradicting herself, talking about get out my business and people speaking for me and blah, blah, blah. But you ran to a radio show to tell your side of the story. And based on what I saw in the video, I see somebody standing up flipping him off and going back and forth but she want to say she just threw a middle finger and didn't say nothing i'm sorry i'm gonna I'm call it like i see it you're lying stop lying why are you always lying stop fucking lying oh my god stop fucking lying so yeah <laughs> so yeah I, I don't believe her she's lying uh george lopez was like look sit your loud black ass down <laughs> and if you won't get the fuck out Wow. You do make a point, Mike, where she should have, he should have just clowned her ass to embarrass her and make send her crying out there. So I, I, I admit that part. But to me, he didn't say anything racist. If you grew up around Mexicans or you, you dated Mexicans, you know, yeah, and they house, they say don't date black people. If people want to get upset that he told a, he told a truth. I, I don't know what to tell you. You know, you can take a tampon and some Kleenex and shut the fuck up. That's all I can say. <laughs> wow. I mean, you know, yeah, I don't think he should apologize for the joke. And that's something I don't think com- comedians should you know, be very careful about that kind of stuff. But I do think he should apologize as a man and say, yeah, I didn't need to handle it like that. Like it, it wasn't like, you know, maybe I jumped the gun on 
on throwing her out, throwing a customer out at a comedy show. That that to me is a little. It been different if she stood up and again, you couldn't hear what she said or didn't say. You just saw her standing up, throwing a finger up, and him saying that she don't have. But she, the thing is, she don't have the mic, so I don't know how well, she I, would ever overpower a motherfucker who got the mic to a to a show. But I just think he shouldn't. He could have handled it a little different. That's all I'm saying. But Mike, you, you I'm listening to what you quoted her saying. You're trying to tell me the person who said all of that to D.L. Hewley on a radio show calmly just stood there and and gave a finger and said absolutely nothing at all or ran her mouth or said anything disrespectful to George Lopez or didn't say anything at all. I don't believe it. Oh, I don't know. I, she lied. I, I, I can't call it. I can say is I'm just saying even if she did. He still didn't have to handle it like that. Unless, again, it was so fast, so I don't know how disruptive she could be when everyone's laughing and cheering for everything that he's saying. There's no way they could hear what she says. I just feel like a real comedy dude would have clowned her the fuck out and kept everyone True. laughing and cheering. And she would have ran out of there, hey, fuck you, nigga. But she didn't, do, you know, she didn't do that. Like, I've seen, remember um, Cat Williams from a few years ago? Remember, he got into it with a Mexican cat. At the at a comedy thing, you remember that footage? And dude was talking crazy, and, and you know, cat man, he was going in, he was going in on some Mexican. And she's like, at first, and dude was kind of questioning what he was saying. He was like, "What? I'm American first. I don't give a fuck." You know, and started going in, and the dude started acting bitch made, or oh no, you know, trying to do all that talk, talking all that shit. But but he didn't get thrown. You know, he got. I don't know if he got up, but he got up. It wasn't cat. Oh, get this nigga. Nah, he, he was a comedian. He said, I'm going to light you up, homie. I'm going to light you up with these jokes. You're going to make yourself look stupid and sit your dumb ass down and shut up because I, I I got the mic. But that's how I, I just to me, particularly George Lopez, I just I know he can handle himself. So I don't know why he got so emotional. He was just having a bad day or something. You know, but again, here's my question. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. Here's my question. We keep, I'm not saying we, I mean, we and everyone in that has seen this story <clears throat> talking about should he apologize for the joke he shouldn't apologize for the joke there was no joke what was the joke I heard two statements I, I heard a statement I did not hear a joke again you heard part of the pro- of probably no, no, no. the whole deal right but I did not hear a joke when I, in that clip no. he did not that's hear a joke that's because decided to bone Quisha <laughs> And he didn't get to finish what he was saying. I know that's true, but it doesn't. What I'm saying is, how we can't judge because we can't keep saying it was a joke because we didn't hear a joke in that clip. Well, well sure. And then I would is say George even, even more the reason why he shouldn't be apologizing for nothing in terms of what he is said. George Lopez a comedian? I'm not going to jump to clips today. <laughs> well, I would assume anything he says out of his mouth on the stage at a it's comedy gonna show is going to be a joke. It it's going to be a joke, but we didn't hear. <laughs> I, mean, right, I hear what you're saying, Q. He, he did. We should, both we should. But that's why I say. But even more so, then he shouldn't be apologizing for what he said. Because if he didn't get to finish the joke, then why he got to apologize? Even if he was, that was his joke. I still don't think he should apologize. It's comedy. Some if people will me, be. Some people will be offended. If it were me, I would have held. You know, gone on my Twitter page or whatever, and, and told my side of the story. Look, this was the joke. It wasn't just me talking about don't marry black people. I mean, why not do that? Well, because uh, he shouldn't well, have to. Because first of all, what did he say wrong? I should have to pay taxes. So, 
I don't understand that argument. Well, you don't have a choice but to pay taxes. He has a choice. I, I, I shouldn't he doesn't have to. He, he doesn't have to apologize. Me, well, yeah, if but I don't want black folks mad at me. I would do that. But he don't give a fuck about black folks being mad. Who's his audience though? So he probably don't care if black folks mad at him. You don't think black folks are in his audience? Well, okay. apparently he, 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 he ain't apologized. They just said it was a D.L. Hughley produced, co-produced this. So, so they were joint. Um, so they got both their own thing going on there. Right. So that means I would expect, I would suspect that he does have someone of a black following. Well, he probably he, does he, have he, a black following, but the black following ain't putting more paper in his pocket than any than non-black followers. How do you don't you speculating? Well, let's see. He's Mexican, so I'm going to go ahead and assume that the majority of his audience are probably Mexican. I didn't who say probably, that. Who probably grew I up said, in a house where you don't marry black people. I said that I'm, I believe that he has a large black following. We're not talking about majorities. I just said a large black following. He, he probably, he, he probably does. He, he probably well, does. But again, well, he pro- I say judging by his actions. As of this recording, he ain't a part of something. So he's probably like, it, it ain't going, I can take that L, perceive whatever perceived L that is, but I ain't doing, to, to me, like, it, it must not be that much of a tune, because if it ain't, he don't think it's hurting his pocketbooks, and he's just doing, keep on doing shows, and he said slick shit before about black folks, and, and we still going, so I guess, why would he change now? No, th- th- he ain't, uh, what was that chick that was, uh, Doing the show, it was going to do the singing at uh, the Trump inauguration. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer Holiday. Jennifer, he, he ain't Jennifer Holiday. <laughs> well, she let you know. Yeah, my following is gay, so f you, black folks. I'm, <laughs> I'm going over here. But hey, I mean, we still going to George, George Lopez. Still got a pass from some people. Now, for me personally, I'm not mad at him, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, you don't have to go to his shows and give him your money. I will say this. We'll lead into another story. I think he was saying truth to what he understands and for some people, and I'm not mad at that. That's the reality. As Aunt said, they probably do say that. You know, don't bring them brothers home. Now, I know I, you can t- I, I've seen a few uh, Mexican cats. Uh, man, don't date my sister, homie. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I don't understand. Now, I'm out on the East Coast. I mean, the East Coast has a large number of um, people of Hispanic origin. Right. But I would guess that out on the West Coast, it rivals what's on the East Coast, probably um, surpasses it. And so I'm basing that on what I've seen, maybe just in popular culture, movies, uh, hip hop, whatever. (laughs) I thought that. Latinos and blacks had a had a a bond. You see, interesting. <laughs> the hell are you talking man, about? Man, should try stand up. Watching that TV, what man. Fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck y'all laughing at? Because that's hilarious. What you just said. Hilarious. Thank you. Why is it hilarious? Well, one, I, I you you said you're basing it on what you see on the media and popular culture, so I can understand why you would say that. I'm also seeing. Um, and I, I may be dating myself, but I, I, I don't know. I don't follow rap that much anymore. But I've, back in the late 90s, early <clears> 2000s, <throat> I saw tons of rappers and hip-hop artists, black and Latino, collaborating with each, with each other. Uh, uh, again, that, was about money, right? is, that, was East, that was East Coast, I will admit. What does that and have that was to do? about money. Yeah, what, is a, what does artists doing music, collaborating, have to do with regular people 
in neighborhoods and the streets across America. That's two different realities. I guess I figure if if uh, now I'm, I'm dating, but this is the only thing that comes to mind for some reason. But I'm figuring if Joe decides to do a remix of I Don't Want to Be a Player and he puts Big Pun on it, <laughs> I think he's doing that because I think he's doing that because yes, there is a shared he knows that uh, that segment of society will buy into it. And there's or, a reason for that. Or what? Big Pun was hot at the time, so he went with a hot, he put a hot rapper on his song to sell more uh, LPs. There are a lot of black hot rappers too, but he chose Big Pun. Maybe because he likes Big Pun. Right. But, I understand. But that's, that's, that, that's done that's for my, money. You, you're if, thinking if it's, it's done thing, for it, cultural. I, I'm, just, I'm bond. trying to explain if there's this schism <laughs> between the black community and the Latino community, I'm unaware. Wait, wait, wait. Who said there was a schism there? We're, just, we're talking about George Lopez is saying don't marry a black person. That sounds like a schism to me. Well, I'm sure. explain that. Well, again, I would, you know, somebody would say, well, look at Trayvon Martin. If I, uh, what was the young, what was the young man? What was the idiot who shot Trayvon Martin? Who was his name? Zimmerman. That's George Zimmerman. But, George but Zimmerman. That is different because well, you have a guy who was. No, um, let let me make my point. It's not different. I'm, I'm going to say that Zimmerman, uh, he's. What, what, what nationality was Zimmerman? He was brown, right? <laughs> I really don't he, know. He I would he, fit into your black and brown. He was either Mexican or Hispanic or something like that. He's not a white guy. Right? Right. Okay. Now, he shot a young black dude. So there wasn't... So when you... I'm just pulling popular culture references of, of real stuff, not the... Not, yeah. for, not things that are done for money. What, I think that's establishment versus people. That's what I think that is. Well, I'm just talking that's about... Super the, seat. I'm talking that's about super the, I'm talking about his mindset at that moment... It's not a rapper's mindset. He wasn't doing it for money, right? It's not a it's not a media thing. It's regular people on the street. He's a gun owner. Damn. He's a young man, teenager. He saw he was a threat. He blew his head off. He stood his ground. Legally, he walked on that. Now, when you talk about this, this uh, black and brown coalition, as you mentioned, where was the black and brown? What was the brown coalition? What I'm trying to say, I, well, I, what I'm, I mean, I, the I reason I make a distinction. Sure, but let me finish that, my thing. What, what was the okay. Brown coalition to call for the head of this guy when he shot down a black person? Since there was a union. There was none. They don't even identify with you. So I, that's why I went... I'm just using that example. I don't see how you, any. There, there's no. I'm not saying there's some super division, but there certainly is no. Yo, we gonna ride for you. <laughs> you know that, that that I ain't never seen that. There's been countless people who've been gunned down or where they at. Where's they they? Because I know they got mad people. But where they? At? Where was they? Yeah, you out there on your own. You look at the reports from uh, L. I'm sure Ann could tell you there was a lot of gang members was targeting brothers in the streets. That was a man. Yep. That was a mandate coming down from the shot callers in the prison. <laughs> Go kill them blacks. <laughs> 
So I don't know where. He, I mean, I start. I can understand what you're saying. You you mentioning Big Pun and some of the rappers, and, but the reality is that nah, they don't see themselves as black people. They definitely don't see no union between it. Not to say there's, it's uh, we're at odds, but I'm saying is when he said that statement in his uh, comedy show, he didn't just throw pull it out of his ass. Nope. And I wasn't surprised by it. That's why I wasn't offended. I, I didn't know that. That ain't nothing new. And it's not like other people of other walks haven't had family members who said the same thing. Exactly. It goes a lot of different ways. I've been in black black households, my own family. Don't no, bring no white girl home. Brandon, bring no white girl. Uh, he, he uh, no see, white girl. Have you ever heard a black, per, a black family say, don't bring home a Latino? They consider that white. And some, not saying all, but I some, some of the households I've been into, they they would they would consider that a white girl. That's just uh, that my understanding. I'm but regardless, it's still one race said, <laughs> "Don't bring another race home." Which I'm sure in a white household, uh, well, there's a whole movie about it, right? Get out, <laughs> and they ain't just, <laughs> they ain't pulling out of their ass either. So I mean, well, I hold on. Uh, I mean, it's out here, black and Hispanic. We cool, but we ain't that cool. That's the best way I can put it. I mean, every every time I say, well, I'm not, I, I shouldn't say. <laughs> I know y'all gonna hold me to the fire if I say every time or everybody or this and that. So forget what I was about to say. I was gonna say. Go ahead, say it. Got something to say? Say it. It seemed like. Uh, Whenever I see a Hispanic artist, I'm thinking of like Jennifer Lopez. Whenever she got background dancers behind her or someone supporting her, they usually are people of color. Okay, again, this is money and showbiz. You, you're uh, conflating the two with actual uh, human uh, nature and family. I mean, yeah, I mean, like back in the 50s, Nat King Cole had his own television show. You think he was uh, entering through the front or the back of restaurants? <laughs> All right. Uh, you, listen, I can't, I'm not prepared to argue this. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. How was, can you? <laughs> I was surprised to see that there is a split between. It seems like to me, uh, we appropriate some of their culture. They appropriate some of our culture in music and pop. And all, and I did not realize that there was this schism between black and Latino. Okay. I, I had no clue. I can respect that, but I, yeah. you know, that they when you I mean, I go, co- to, I go to you, you see Justin Timberlake or a lot of other races. Well, you know, hey, I'm going to do this black music, but again, that's white. That, that, well, that's I'm just white. saying it's it's a race thing. You're going by the skin of the color, so oh, you're you're brown and I'm black, so we must be united. No, we can't even do that within the black cultures, light skinned black versus dark skinned black. So how would we be connected to another whole different group oh, of you people? Know, the other thing is I would say um, the shade sorry, of the skin color. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean just I'm just saying like we have skin color issues within our own community. So of course just because they may look a brown that doesn't mean I mean the ideology, the culture is totally different. They're united. I don't give well, I give Mexican and Hispanic full credit. They have her- hold on to their heritage. We've been stripped of that over here. We can't even hold on to each other. So I wouldn't be surprised if they don't want nothing to do with that. Well, I, I, I just 
Google's. I mean, I'm not going to say I found a lot. I'm surprised at how little I found, but I did find um, this statement by. I, I can't find the date on this because I always like to keep my shit correct. Oh wait, March. This is from 2012. Uh, the Latino community joins the African American community and other communities in condemning George Zimmerman as what he is—a murderer and a racist. Roberto Lovato, co-founder of the online Latino advocacy organization Presente.org. And I remember from like ni- roughly 1999 to 2004, I used to be hi- I used to get hired to uh, work as a um, um, associate producer for the the local UNCF um, t- t- uh, what do you call it? fundraisers? You know how like you would have the national version on TV, and then they would say, "Let's go to the local chapter and see how they're doing." And you would go, it would cut to your local wherever you are and you would see people giving donations i used to shoot the local ones in new york new jersey and uh univision and um would donate the studios i mean we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars and um what's the goya do y'all have goya do y'all have goya products out there Never goya yeah. Huh? yeah 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 it's a beverage they, right they would be one of the largest don't uh, they would provide one of the largest donations every year. Right. You're talking about businesses and media, right? Well, yeah, but you, what you every, every so every time I come up with uh, an alliance, you could say, well, that's just money. Well, no, no, business. no. I'm just going back to what Lopez said. He wasn't talking about media and these things, alliance. He's talking about regular people. So, yeah, they'll have you come work there. And but I'm just saying you ain't going to date their daughter. <laughs> and that's what he said. And I think that's more of a protective father thing than anything else. Really? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> really? Q, do you have a daughter? What did you just say? Q, 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 do you have a daughter? Really? Do you have a daughter? Does it fucking matter if I have a daughter? That's a fucking question. No, I don't have a daughter. Back. Michael. <laughs> yes, sir. You have, a, you have two daughters, right? I do. Now, when, the, when time comes and the young men start, oh, you know, making her presence known, are you going to be giving all of them the look or just certain ones to look? What are you talking about, man? Uh, talking to be about? honest with you, I'm going to give them all the look. Thank yeah. you. But well, what's that got to do with George race? Lopez's thing is not about all of them to look, though. He's talking about black people in particular. Yeah. So I, don't, I think you kind of... You know, I understand what you're talking about is the father thing, but it'd be one thing if the father just said, don't bring boys home. Don't bring them blacks. Don't bring them blacks home. Yeah, uh, counselor sidebar like a motherfucker on that one. <laughs> well, if I can speak from some experience, I dated a uh, Mexican. Oh, here girl. we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. What? <laughs> go ahead, man. It's true. So, and I can recall what time we went to this In and Out in Downey, uh, which is about fifteen minutes from LA. I'm sorry, you took a lady to the In and Out. Uh, I she took. I tried to tell you. <laughs> Come on, actually, hey, play on, player. Actually, she, play actually, on. she took me, homeboy. Oh well, that changes everything. I don't know if that's even worse, <laughs> actually. But go ahead. Yeah, that's that's the better. That's, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you need to tell all that. But go ahead. She got me some bubble gum shit. Anyway. I went the other way around. I would have changed that whole story about I said I took her out to Red Lobster and this is what happened. Red Lobster. Hey, I'm just trying to bring upgrade him a little bit. <laughs> Oh, damn. This nigga said McDonald's or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) But I appreciate the honesty. Go ahead. 
Anyway, so yeah, I remember going into this establishment. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> you broke, man. And, and there, was these, there was these three fine sisters out of my league. I believe mm. a lot. Yet they was giving me the stink eye for having this Mexican on my arm. And then, of course, there was the Vatos over there, Cholo-looking dudes. They giving both of us the stink eye for being with each other. So, mm. yeah, definitely true. I want to double down on that. That 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 happened. I, I've mentioned this before now. I, I was dating a Mexican girl at the time, and I took her to go see Jungle Fever, of all things. Damn. Uh, <laughs> well, we came through the ticket thing, and these sisters was in there, and they saw me walking with her. They they straight up said, sell out. I was like, wow, they said that? Yeah, said it. I was like, they, wow. Well, they said that so you could hear it. I heard it. Damn. I was like, wow. Just, well, just keep it pushing. Did any of them have a man? There was two chicks, so I, I don't know. That would be a no. But did they look good? What the guy did? I, I, I honestly can't remember. I mean, they weren't ugly or nothing. Nah, it was just decent chicks. And I was just like, wow. I was shocked. I was just like, wow. Yeah, because I mean, you could like from, if it's an ugly broad, you'd be like, please, you just mad you can't have me. But if it's a fine chick, you like, damn, you know, was she choosing? Nah, that's yeah, nah I'd be like, that. are you giving up the pussy? Uh, hey. Wow, yeah, right. I, I actually said that. That's what choosing is. Wow. I actually said that to a girl when I was 16. I was playing pinball up in Berkeley. I was talking to this one girl I went to school with. We weren't, you know, messing around or anything like that. Just a blonde girl. We're just chilling. And um, what? Did, what <clears throat> I'm going to borrow from Anthony. Bonquisha rolled up on me. Why are you talking to her? I'm like, you got a problem with it? I don't like it. I said, do you want to fuck? Damn. Wow. Wow. Think wow. Thing. wow. Jesus. <laughs> Hard on shut, shut her all the way down. I'm building yes. a simple to big sexy so we get off the top. What if she look now see you can you can't do that in two thousand seventeen. These B T one thousands will call you bluff. She was, Did you have to catch me first. She would have said, Well yes. Let's go, nigga. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> what did I get myself into? <laughs> then you switch it up. Well I'm gay then. So there. Then you switch it up. Well I'm gay then. So there. So there. Tad, 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 what the fuck, man? Fuck you tripping off of? You owe me some money, motherfucker! Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> then you lose the girl you with. Man. You just gave us some ammunition, so... <laughs> Come on. Whoa. Don't open yourself up like that. Pause. Pause. <laughs> okay. You can say you're transracial. You don't date black women. Wow. Damn, what is that? God. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> transracial. Is that a good one? That's well. That's remember uh, Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, Rachel. Oh yes. Transracial and transgender. That would be a cold piece right there. You want to be a white woman? Hey, there you go. (laughs) All right. Uh, Moving on. All right. So shout out to George Lopez. It's just jokes. It's just jokes, (laughs) or is it? All right. Uh, Speaking of behavior. Uh, and, and and Big Sexy can probably get into this more too, uh, but Mr. Charles Oakley, oh yes, <laughs> had an incident at Madison Square Garden, I believe, last week during a New York Knicks game. Now I will admit I didn't know who his history was at first. I had to go back and read it, so I understand he's a legendary player of the Knicks, one of the Knicks. Uh, when I saw his older pictures, I kind of recognized. Oh, okay, I remember him. But apparently he got into some sort of argument 
with the is it the owner of the Knicks? Well, him and the owner have beef. He's been very critical of I believe his name is James Dolan for mm-hmm. years now about how he runs the team, and the team is not very good. Let's just be real there. Okay. And it just so happened that at the game the other night they were seated within you know a close proximity of each other, and Dolan said, "You know what? I ain't having it." Call security, and they came and got him. Mm. So they roll up on uh, Oakley. That's, that's that privilege. And, and to be clear, uh, the James guy apparently is Yo. he's an executive chairman of Madison Square Garden, too. Yes. So he does have juice. Yes. Though. He's got some juice. So a bunch of gentlemen rolled up on Oakley said, Charles, you got to go. Charles, I get out of my face. And then one puts his finger in Charles's face, and then we have a problem. You know, because from what I understand, after the fact, the director of security for Miss G has been fired behind mm-hmm. this incident. Um, but the thing is, this makes the Knicks' ownership look god-awful because Oakley is a beloved figure in New York, especially by Knicks fans. It's like someone coming to Seattle and saying, you know what, Ken Griffey, you got to leave the Kingdom or whatever they plan or mm-hmm. Safeco now. Right, you, right. Can't do, you just can't do that, man. I mean, no matter what Charles has said, it was never a personal attack. It wasn't like your mama. It was like, look, man, the team is just not doing well right now. It starts at the top, bottom line. And, you know, Dolan, instead of working on his team, had to flex his little, you know, pencil dick and try to, you know, flex on Charles. Now it looks like a big pussy, bottom and, line. And then they released hashtag, they released, hashtag Trump. They released a statement. Uh, what Trump got to do with this? That, okay, uh, that's why I put on, notice r- for the record. Hold on, real quick. They, they were saying that the other thing was they released a statement that uh, Oakley has been banned from entering in the uh, Madison Square Garden, even if he buys a ticket. Yeah. Just bullshit. So, so they're going to have his picture up at the turnstile? Like the post office and shit. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's not allowed in. That's a. <clears throat> and then they, I guess in the video, they, he's like, they got him to the ground and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nigga, wake up moment. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, that's I, some Trump shit right there. I mean, that, I, mean wow. I, Trump. I don't know why you got the Trump. That's that's banned. that's on um, white and I say so. You're banned. You're up out of here, homie. Yeah. You think you're a part. Listen, and I don't I have much respect for this guy. I don't even know his whole story, but I know he's a legend. He's put in work. Well respected. He looks like a very, you know, as older gentleman. You got his sport coat, suit jacket on. You know, come to watch the, the thing. But I think maybe he, I'm just saying maybe, maybe he sort of forgot the pecking order, right, of how things work in America. Uh-oh, here we go. Here we go. Now, you want to go on Trump. I, mean, I wouldn't get but, but his it's thing. The same, it's the same journey, bro. It's he, the same thing. You're a player. You played the game. Now you retired from the game. Now, I don't know if he has ownership in some of these leagues or whatever. Okay. I was trying to give him that, but he doesn't. So you bought a ticket to come into this place, right? You're accustomed. You used to be, you you retired from a player to a customer, right? And here's this dude. He's an NBA owner, which means he's got bread, right? Got little, he got some power. He got <laughs> chips. He's got some stature in the game. And he also is executive of this building you're in. Right? Now, I, it says they had a heated argument. So that would be my first strike right there. 
You don't come into somebody else's house. I'm going to get a little racial here. You guys can handle it. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you come in here as a white man, you know, you come in in their establishment. They used to cut your checks. Let's keep it 100. So don't think you're on their level. (laughs) You know, you come in in there. And he got his people there, I'm sure. He's a big, he's the big man. He's the Jew. He's the, he's the connect. You think you're going to talk greasy to him in front of his people and play him out with the stadium full of people? Nigga, please. My man said this. He's probably this black son of a bitch got me fucked up. Got on the radio. Get his black ass out of here. How about. But he didn't do anything. It, it, it don't matter. You arguing with him and making him trying to you're questioning his authority in front of them. People? No, no, but I'm saying Charles Oakley, from what I saw and heard, Charles Oakley was sitting there enjoying the game. And the guy just said, get him out of here. No, apparently something happened before. That's what I said. They said they had a heated argument. Oh, what, what happened before? It says the altercation came as a result of a heated argument between the former NBA star and the owner. And he was reportedly asked to leave the agreement after after he was reportedly asked to leave the arena after the argument. But when he refused, then all hell broke loose. That's what they saying. So, so, so they had an argument. He sat back down in his seat. Apparently. And your boy said, OK, get him out. Yep, that's what he said. Here's a here's a from the guy. He says, uh, yes, I understand that he was a big star and a Nick executive in a Nick, etc. But that doesn't excuse people from that kind of behavior. It's very clear to us that Charles Oakley came to the garden with an agenda, with the mission in mind. And from the moment he stepped into the garden, I mean, the moment he walked through the first set of doors, he began with this behavior, abusive behavior, disrespectful behavior, stuff that I don't think you want to say on the radio. Charles never should have made it to this to his seats. Now, again, I'm not I'm not saying I'm siding. I believe this is the words out of the owner's mouth. Uh, he said, I certainly think Charles should be embarrassed. Should we be embarrassed? No, it's sad. The staff at Madison Square Garden were abused. Don't be embarrassed. Just refuse to be embarrassed. Again, I mean, so, I'm not saying so, I'm siding with that cat, but he's a head man in charge. If you really think he's going to take an L for you, that's not going to happen. He's going to use his power and say, you know what? Get him the fuck out of here. How about that, nigga? And when and then <laughs> he was, you know, Charles Oakley. He got into sort of. Uh, I mean, I bought. And he's probably. Like, I'm Charles Oakley. I bought these seats. I ain't going nowhere. Y'all have to pull me up out of here. And okay, <laughs> who you think you are? What are you? Th- huh? They gonna roll your ass up out of here? You don't give a fuck. Fuck out. The, the boys probably got that high too, right, Mike? <laughs> Yeah, like they're probably like, sir, do you really do you want to go there, sir? Because trust and believe I'm doing my job and we'll roll your monkey ass up out of here. I don't give a fuck who you are. (laughs) And that's what happened. Cameras rolling, stadium full of people. Again, here's what they think about you. You thought you was a star. Uh, you, You don't have the juice. You was a player. They own this shit. And they're gonna okay, let my, you. They're gonna let you know my, that. So that's all I'm saying. Go ahead. You you made your point. Damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Um. My thing is okay. The guy. What's his name? Dolan. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He's running the show. But do you have to ban him for life? 
ban them for six months. <coughs> Dolan has come he, back he, off of that, though. Ban he's him come for, back he, off that. He has? What yeah, he, he has, actually. He says okay. Hilps is not going to be a lifetime ban, so he's come off of that. Hey, hey Q, you, you the owner of Keystorm Media, right? Yeah. And let's say one when, when, when of them fools that fucked up on one of your last shoe came walking up in there and just talking. Well, say talking say it was, uh, I'm going to change That's, his name. Say it was uh, Chill, you talk about. Chill South. <laughs> Chill <laughs> South? Listen, that, Charles Charles Oakley wasn't messing up Dolan's money, though. That's the difference. Oh, well. well, wait, actually, actually, if he keeps on out there in the press talking like, "Oh, the New York Knicks suck and the ownership ain't doing right by the players," and that's, his, that's messing no his good. brand up. That's can't that affect? Can't that affect fans, fan attendance? The fans are saying that. The fans are saying that. So he ain't okay. saying nothing different. Yeah, but he okay, was. See, but it was worse because he was a guy affiliated with him. And right, they respect his right. opinion. So if he's speaking yeah, greasy man. on the brand, yeah, that's not going to pop off. And then you come into his building talking crazy. That's no, crazy. I just want to know, will Q, is Q going to let old boy stand up there and say, you know, Q ain't that good of a director. I didn't work with him before. His shit ain't what it used to be. Or he going to get him the fuck out. What? <laughs> <laughs> man, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> No. Good point. Good point. Wait, let me just say this. See, it, I understand where you're going with that, but it, it it is different because I don't own a venue. If you now, did, I put it this way: okay, he's at your house. Answer the question, let me, and then I'll give you the floor. Let me answer the question. Goalpost. I tell you what: if I'm rolling in multi millions and I'm banking, ain't ain't no ain't that one dude ain't gonna mess up my game or mess yeah, up my right. life, right? So. I'll be like, yeah, stop lying. Six months. I ain't lying. Stop lying. I'm too happy with my If this was your movie debut, it was your movie premiere at the theater. Dolan's a millionaire. It doesn't matter how much money you got. That's even more so why it matters. Because this is a million dollar business. And if you got ex-employees talking greasy in the media, you can't have that. That affects your brand, your bottom line. And he's black and you're a white man. Nah, this is America 2017. It ain't going to happen. You going to come in the building talking greasy? Well, let's, you know, he's right. Let's think about that for a minute. So, Q, you know, you, you get your directorial thing happening. You know, you got the big theater. You're doing, doing your deal. And all of a sudden, your uh, DP steps out of line. Man, that movie wasn't shit. And all that. And he's at the, at the venue talking. You're loud talking. I'm trying to explain to y'all. The product that I'm putting out is not being viewed by uh, millions. Cut this. Uh, it ain't got nothing to do with it, man. It's not being it's not being consumed it doesn't by millions matter. of people. Doesn't matter. It does matter. It so, does matter. Okay, so go back to what he was saying then. Doesn't matter. Take that out of the equation. This is your no, movie. No, no, no. This Take is your movie okay. debut. <laughs> you are in the attendance. The dude that helped you, DP, he in there in the seat, loud talking. This movie ain't shit. And you know what? Fuck you. He don't even know what the fucking nigga. I, I made this nigga look good. He ain't shit. <laughs> so everyone in there sitting in the seats for the for the movie star is like, damn, this ain't going in. What, what's going on here? And you just gonna be sitting back. That nigga tripping. Let's go ahead and roll this camera. <laughs> you just gonna be that. You gonna be that. You'll be that guy. It's, listen, I, listen. It's a ridiculous comparison. Well, that's what happened. He in there loud talking. The man said he shouldn't even made it to the seats. He was so disrespectful, talking crazy. 
So that's why I'm saying that's well, the same I, thing. I, it got I, nothing I, to do with millions I, of dollars. Y'all keep telling me. Y'all won't let me answer the question. Y'all keep Go telling ahead. me what I should do. No, I, I tell you what I would do. Stop trying to throw all these little things I'm into what I'm asking what you. Do. I'm saying you don't throw in all these other. Well, no, it's not because I ain't making no means. It ain't about not. the money. I'm asking you what you would do in the not. situation that is outlined, not the situation you, you want to outline. That's what I'm asking you. You want to hear it or not? I've, I've been asking you to answer the question. I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you what my thought process is and what I would do. I'm gonna tell you again. If I were owner of the Knicks, I could give a fuck about what one man said because it's not going to mess up my bottom line. If I'm me being the owner of Q Storm Media Group, big difference because I rely on every client. There's a big difference. I got maybe five good clients. Right. If I had a million, if I had a million and a half clients like the New York Knicks do, sure. I'd be like, let, let the nigga talk however he want to. Okay. Now, can you answer the question of what you would do in that movie premiere situation? I would I would pull him aside and say, keep your mouth, just shut your mouth. Okay, there you go. Or you will shut your mouth, or you're gone. Okay, and, and that's what they did with him, right? Mike, Mike. Yes. Is this yeah. a two? You want me to answer a question or not? You want to answer? Well, you did. I was just saying. I'm just pointing out. That's what they just did me, with him. Ask me a question. You asked me a question. Got to answer the question. I said you can, but I'm saying I'm pointing out what they did with him. I don't, I don't need you to point out while I'm answering the question. But I'm the host. That's what I do. Yeah, but you want to answer. <laughs> so I don't. So it, right now, you can continue, sir. You, oh, thank you. I, I'm, I'm. Hey, I'm the owner, right? I'm like that guy. That, off if you want I'm to. that owner, right? So I'm that guy that dictates how the flow goes. Now you can continue. He, he gonna tell me, "Fuck red shirts. Take them off. <laughs> Get rid of red shirts." You can continue. <laughs> okay, if he keeps running his mouth. Yes, he gets ejected from the venue, but not for life. He, if he comes back at me and say, "Mike, listen, I was out of line." Da da da. All right, man. Um, we can work together again, but here are the ground rules. Okay, that's kind of what he's doing. He said he's not banning him for life. Well, I didn't know that until just now. Right. Like I said, no, no, and as I was pointing out again, right, was what the host does. So, so, uh, I'm, so I'm saying he's doing. You would do the same thing, kind of what he's doing. I would not ban him for life is my, what my point right. was. Okay. But you would throw that guy out if he was loud talking to you in the movie I would premiere. throw him out, but he wouldn't be thrown out of my life if he came back <laughs> and made amends. Makes sense. Uh, I don't know about that. If he going to get all greasy and show out like that, nah, we cool. We cool permanently. <laughs> Are you cool permanently with uh, Chill South? Who's Chill South? Who's Chill you South? know, I, I, I'm, I'm protecting his name. I'm, I'm changing the name to protect the innocent. I know you're talking about. My- <laughs> so again, does that rule apply to you? In we your real, in your real life, offline. in your real life situation, would that does that rule apply? We had that situation, that, that conversation offline, and I, I said, based on some advice I took from you, that I would have to, we would have to air some serious grievances, and if we could air that out. I would deal with him again. Okay, there, there you go. So that that's respectful. But but yeah, I think the entire point of those questions to you was you wouldn't allow such behavior in your event either. I, but, but but that's the thing, y'all don't y'all don't listen to what I'm saying. Not, we My heard what you said. Thing was he shouldn't be banned for life. And, I didn't. And say we agree he with you, right? Uh, we heard you. We agree with you, and and so does the well, NBA we, owner. He agrees with you too because he changed his stance. Well, so you're right on that. Well, no one was question again. Our question was never about you banning somebody for life. It was about throwing them out of a particular event at that I time. I agree with you. I said, Mike, you made a point. Right. He so let's out. get off of the ban for life thing. No one's talking about that. So why were y'all coming at me? 
Because you wouldn't answer the question about being thrown out of the event. Uh, That's why. Let me get, all right, time to go wit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now shut your black ass up for you get thrown out for like. No, I'm just joking. See? Yeah. <laughs> no more. Hey, 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 big sex. Big sex. Our number for red shirts gonna go down because he's gonna ban us. I'm not banning anybody. <laughs> I'm not George Lopez. I'll clown the hell out of you. You might be like, I'm pulling my shit, but I'll never pull my back. I'm just fucking with you. I'm talking crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Charles Oakley, man, listen. You should already know what it is. Can I just ask one question real quick? Oh, certainly. Go ahead. There, there was a clip of Charles Oakley. He, was he standing outside of the uh, dressing room when the Knicks were coming in or coming into the venue or something? He was just, I couldn't hear what he was saying, but he was standing and like, getting puffed up. Like, yeah, no. he was sounded like he was already kind of on something right there. Did y'all see that clip? I didn't see that clip, but maybe he's trying to fire the team up. So I, I don't know. I didn't see it. Yeah. It looked it, like he had beef right there. And I'm trying to figure out, damn, what's wrong with this dude? I don't know, man. He's, he's supposed to come to the game to have a good time. like. <clears throat> but again, I don't know the, the, the history of it. I'm not, I don't follow the <clears throat> team. When I also, first saw this story and I saw the pictures... I just I was like, why is somebody's grandfather acting a fool at the game? I didn't know he was affiliated with the team or who he was. I was like, why is the older brother fighting? But so I don't know. It's just it is what it is. Go now, ahead. And also, it could be a loyalty thing. You know, it's like, look, man, you were part of the team, part of the inner circle, and now you're going to be out critically publicly like this. No, man, you got to go. I'm reading an article here. It was it's dated today, twelve thirty p.m. It says Charles Oakley now banned from MSG forever. Will hold press conference next week. So, what were y'all talking about? The owner now saying, is that. What's the name of that site? Just asking. Gothamist. ESPN broke yesterday. This that, is today. Whoa, 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 whoa! ESPN broke yesterday that on one of their shows, I forget the name of the show. I saw it on PTI that uh, they spoke to Dolan. And he said he hopes the ban is not lifetime. I have the exact it, quote from the owner. This was from yesterday. He says this. Hope. No, it's not a hope. Here's what he says exactly. He says, it's not necessarily a lifetime ban. Oh. We need to keep the garden a place that's comfortable and safe. So there you go. But I don't have no problem. I, whether it's a lifetime ban or not, that's his building. Uh, he can do whatever the fuck he wants to do, I guess. Stop giving him your money then. But, but what do you think that's going to happen when you come into somebody's establishment talking crazy? Uh, repercussions are going to happen. You got to set, set responsibilities. Just if somebody came in my house talking crazy, it ain't a lifetime ban. You're going to get your ass whipped. That's first. <laughs> then you're going to get thrown out. And you better not. And I wish you would come back in here. <laughs> And that's probably, if I was the owner of the, the spot, I'd be like, I wish he would try to walk up in the in the garden, see what happened. But, you know, hey, man, I thought you were supposed to go to the game Mike, and have Mike fun. Mike would shoot a brother like that. I wish you would walk up in if the garden. If you came at me talking crazy, yeah, man, what are you doing? Why wouldn't you come to me directly and start, why are you trying to play me out in front of everybody? What you say matters, homie. So when you try to come talking crazy out in public, it's on, man. Like, oh, oh you want to play? Okay. Yeah, I tell you what. Get up and get the fuck out of here. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and then when you're talking, I ain't going nowhere. You're going to make me leave. 
Uh, okay. So we can make you leave. I then. can Let's make go. you leave now. You can play yourself out. You don't want. Yeah, I can take the L. I'm an owner, homie. Trust me. I'll <laughs> pay. I don't give a you fuck know, what re- they think. You know, this reminds me of. It's not. Fu- well, it is funny. The clip. <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw this clip, but there's this. I think he's a young cat coming out of juvenile or something. And you can he- you can't hear what he's saying, but you can clear. He's clearly saying "fuck you" to the prison guards. And then he headbutts another guard. Damn. And oh, the white guy. Yes. I saw that. The guy played it. Um. Oh God. I want to say one school in, in Tennessee or something like that. I don't know. It, it, oh yeah, I saw it on ESPN. I bet they I, beat I just his think, ass. The way y'all talking, I, I can see the, the, the guy being Charles Barkley. Fuck you. No. <laughs> they swarm this dude. Your yes, ass went back in where you came from. Yeah, you didn't learn the first time. <laughs> Yeah. They gave yeah. me that. What is it? Sandman on the Apollo? What's his name? <laughs> uh, Sandman. There you go. Come <laughs> out of here. Get a rope. Now, again, keeping it one hundred. Um, loyalty to me is very, very important. So, if somebody who was in my organization at any level comes to an event that I'm hosting and wants to show out like that. I'm going to pull him aside and say, hey, look, player, you need to fall back. We'll talk about, you know, you and me, man, to man, somewhere else. No, motherfucker, fuck you. Oh, really? Get him out of here. Yeah. Keeping it real, man. I can see you that. wouldn't put a network, a big set, you wouldn't put a network yourself. Whip his ass? Yeah. I'm wearing a suit, man. You know, oh, time he got, he, he got, he's paying people for that. <laughs> now, if he rolls up on me in the gym, man on man, one on one, what's up? Let's go. Let's figure it out. Pause. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta ruin the man's moment? Well, I just want to be clear, you know. Well, don't, don't go a step further. Now, if, you know, we're in a <laughs> setting like that publicly at an event, and he lays hands on me, then you, uh, then no. like my mayor did, you get dealt with. <laughs> well, wait, wait. If, if you allow him to put his hands on you, you failed already. Hey, some people just do it, you know, unexpectedly. Let me throw a flag on the play real quick. Let me come at Q for a second. I just you oh. just made me think of something, Q. <laughs> What's that? So here you are, 2017. It's your movie premiere. I love why. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know you got your family there. You got clients there. It's just a big deal. You've been working on this movie forever. One of the members of the crew is loud talking you out in front of everybody, showing out. <laughs> I gotta be very careful with this next part. <laughs> I don't want to break any. Huh? I don't want to break any rules. But based on what we know of UQ in 2007 at the movies, 2017, you 2017 mean? at the movies, get the fuck out of here. Talk about you wouldn't do nothing. Cause I, yeah, I already back. know how. <laughs> I already know how you roll, Q. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you right there. That's all I'm going to say. Let me stop you right there. Now, see, see, yeah. see we go, you, take it, you, you, you take it to another level. No, 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 no. I didn't mention nothing. I'm just saying, well, we I know. Mean, you know. <laughs> Let me be clear. I am not, I am not some badass this and that. I we know. <laughs> <laughs> man, I would put you down like a rabbit dog. But anyway. See, here you go. Again with the um, guns, man. See? Um, I am not some sort of Clint Eastwood badass, whatever. 
Mm-hmm. I am prepared to defend myself. That's mm-hmm. it. Well, you might be standing your ground. I don't know. I might be. <laughs> you just might feel threatened. I don't, but I just know how you get down. So I don't see how you would just be sitting in that theater. And, and I, I know now, cause now I really know what you would do. Like, so if somebody all the lifetime the band talk, if some, listen, listen, <laughs> if somebody comes up in the theater and they, they step to me with hands oh. or, or anything else, oh. it's going down. Now see. I'm not the guy that's going to run, look for trouble. But if you bring it to my doorstep, I'm prepared. Th- that's all I was asking you to say. There you that go. doesn't make me bad. That doesn't make I didn't me say bad. it was nothing bad about Who's it. Who's bad? Are you bad? Who's bad? <laughs> I'm just saying, I know how you get down. So I don't want to hear that's all that. I don't want to hear all that lifetime band talk. and all. I know it wouldn't even mean no lifetime. <laughs> I'm just saying, Big Sexy is three. Uh, how big are you? Large. Pounds? Easily. I'm like, you, seem like you would want to put it. You seem like you would be happy to put in work yourself. That's all I. That's I'm all just I'm saying you would too. I mean, happy dude, man. I'm fifty. I'm in I'm too old to be rolling around on the ground <laughs> beating somebody down. Now, having said that, again, if somebody rolls up on me, you know, with a sign of disrespect and makes it aggressive, it's like, dude, either I have people to handle that, or it's like, let me just pop you in the mouth and you go to sleep and be done with it. <laughs> that's simple. All See, right. I think I would, I would think the second option would be more fun. What is going on with you, Q? I, I, you know, you get your guns out, going out, starting bar fights and shit. Why you got to put it out there? What's this about bar fights? Huh? So Q might pop somebody in the mouth. Is more fun. Damn, Q. Oh, okay. Well, I, I know somebody I would, who starts bar fights. Size, if I were your size, I wouldn't be scared of shit. Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh. There was no implication of any fear. <laughs> Let's be clear. Yeah, all, right, all, right, all right, good point. Good point. Good point. All right. Again, you know, when you're in a certain position and you are hosting an event with hundreds, maybe thousands of people, people are looking at you to be the leader. Mm. That doesn't mean you go out there and bust somebody in the mouth. Now, having said that, again, you know, if someone to roll up on you talking greasy, you take him off in the men's room, beat his ass to go back to your seat. But if it's one of you know, the media and who else? Dude, you can't get in all that, man. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, like, he, and that guy on his level, he's, he's, he essentially just said, Jerome, and, and he was out of here. Like, he don't, I'm not getting my hands dirty. I'm, I'm an owner, homie. You crazy? I was going to say, being as Miko, yeah, I, I would fight, but you're going to have your, your bodyguards go outside with. Hilarious. <laughs> Somebody typing heavy or you're eating corn? One Seriously. <laughs> Mute it's not me. Mute your mic. <clears throat> All right, man. Woo, Charles Oakley. There you go. A real one, <laughs> as they say. But it's either the wrong one. Well, I don't know, I man. He banged. Not. He, banged. <laughs> he got He got his wake-up call. That's what he got. You're, you're a player, homie. And, and I think I, I was, the last thing I would say about this is I hope incidents like this We'll show the NBA players how we need to need to get in a more ownership power position in the league so that you don't get disrespected like that. Or you can, you know, you can be being banned from an arena or, you know, I made this. Well, you made it, but I own it. So you got to get on the other side of the game, because as you can see, here's what they really think about you. Uh, Thank you for your efforts for building up my portfolio, homie. But, yeah, you're not on my level, <clears throat> which, you know, hey, and shout out to Ice Cube, man, starting his own league uh, with retired 
basketball players. It was a three-on-three uh, league. They got Iverson, Allen Iverson and some other ones coming back. Uh, black on, that's a good look. All right. Uh, moving on to, uh, we were talking about the black and brown get down that uh, Q says he was seeing from the movies and the music and the rappers and Get down, you know all uh. the, the coalition. Um, there's something going on right now. Of course, you know uh, President Trump is out there doing a lot of stuff, causing a lot of disruption in America. Uh, one of them was the, the the ban, the travel ban, the media called the Muslim ban. And I, actually, my home state of Washington struck that down, right? Um, and fighting that. But with all of that going on, there's some other stuff going on with ICE uh, organization uh, from Homeland Security where they've been going around. It's called the Immigration and Customs Enforcement. They've been going around doing uh, what they call knock and talk visits to people at their houses. And if your paperwork ain't in order, you are illegal or, you you know, you're not a, a citizen. They've been just straight deporting cats, getting taking you to the detention center. And getting you processed and getting up out of here. Uh, one young lady this has happened to has been in the news. Uh, last name is, I think, Guadalupe Garcia. She's 35. She was deported this past Thursday after she checked in with the U.S. Immigration and Customs Informant Office in Phoenix the day earlier. I guess she came in because she knows she was illegal. Uh, I think she had some other criminal charges before she had a felony charge, I think, for being here illegally. Uh, and she went to check in. I guess, as you know, me have to check in or whatever. And they put her on the radar and they went right to her house, scooped her up. And she had kids and everything. Oh, well, uh, and she had, you know, they put her out the country, man. There's a lot of protesting and stuff going on. It also says in L.A., uh, I said Friday that it's arrested 160 people from a dozen countries during a five day, five county operation aimed at undocumented criminals, immigration fugitives and people who reentered the United States illegally after deportation. About 150 of the suspects have criminal histories, including felony and convention convictions for serious or violent offenses. There were 10 people with no criminal history, but five had orders of removal or had been previously deported. Um, and some people are trying to say, oh, this has something to do with the Trump thing. You know, is the ICE organization, you know, kind of doubling down on some of the things that the uh, current administration said they were going to promise during the campaign? <clears throat> uh, one of the guys, uh, his ACLU, Texas executive director, Terry Burke told CNN that raids had been happening in Austin the last few nights. He says uh, it is not unlike some of the things Obama did, but it's been ramped up and worse. Uh, yeah, a- Arizona mother deported to Mexico. So I'm just curious, what do you guys think about this, man? It's, it's uh, a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. Q, what do you think about this stuff? Uh, well, I think that with the, in particular with this woman and I don't know all the laws and all that um, but as much as I feel for her and I, I think that there should be a path to citizenship until there is 
I don't I guess I don't got nothing for you. Um you were here you you were caught and I think Obama stayed her departure. And I would be curious to know under what grounds he did that, that it was able to be um it wasn't challenged in court. So what so I would have to know that. So if, if there were any grounds that Obama was able to keep her in the country, I would want to explore everything about that to see if she could stay. If there's nothing that allows her to stay, as much as I don't like it, you can't. The law is the law. And um, that's I, I guess that's that's in short what I think about. Now, if you talk about the 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 immigration ban on Muslims. That's a whole nother story. I think that's bullshit. All right. What you think, uh, Ampu? You live out in that area, L.A. Um, she committed a felony, right? Oh, uh, that's correct. She committed a felony, I believe. And she and she's here illegally. What was a felony? I think she had been caught before, and so I guess that was the felony from her coming. You wasn't supposed to be here illegally. The U.S. Wow. immigration officials said there was nothing special about her case. She committed a crime and her deportation was enforced. Um, she was a criminal. I, I'm not going to say felony. I don't have it in front of me, but she was a criminal. And, well, she, was, and she was illegal, which is a, crim- is, is a crime unto itself, right? So just call me Flavor Flav. I can't do nothing for you, man. But what about the black and brown coalition? No, I'm just I'm playing. Stop. I, for for the for the citizens and for the people that I know and love, absolutely. But you know, and uh, now nah, I'm not gonna go all the way there. But it's just, <laughs> <laughs> but 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 for me, it's like you you know you're taking a risk, and I know you're taking a risk for a better life and whatnot. But you you're, you're taking a risk, and the thing is, is that you know once you are caught, you know go about it the right way. Especially when you do have family with citizenship, I believe, because she said they they said she had children. Um, there, there's a way to get to speedy uh, to speed up your process to get here legally, at least on a visa. Yeah, and here's her so, here's her thing. Actually, it was uh, it was Garcia de Reyes. She went in for a routine check in with immigration authorities. Uh, her eight. Eighth visit since her 2008 arrest and conviction for using a fake social security number. Oh, that's oh wait, wait, fraud too. So, okay. <laughs> I mean, you're doing dirt, man. Yeah, I yeah. mean, this is the risk you take. I get it. You, you're doing it for a, a better life, but there definitely are a number of uh, uh, ways to to keep your nose clean and at least. Uh, begin the process to to legitimate citizenship. Mm. Says I'm looking. I'm just looking at headlines. Uh, Washington Post. For years, immigration authorities gave this Arizona mother a pass. Now nah, she's been deployed. wow. That's tough, man. That's Can't tough. put this on Trump. Well, yeah, you can because he's the one that's over overturning Obama's stay. Well, I don't think he overturned anything with this. I mean, it's just the law, and they, those officials had to do, they had to follow the law. Well, now, why, not how, to say how, that the crackdown is not happening because of its more emphasis on these sort of things, but I don't think Trump directly has anything to do with it. He's not doing anybody's stay. I don't, I don't see anything about Obama's stay here. Maybe he had that information. Obama, I've read that Obama kept her here. Trump could keep her here. 
is what I'm saying. Well, right, but but he's not, and can't hold a gun against him about that. He'd be he's just doing what the law says. Okay, like banning people based on religion. Well, you, as you said, this is something totally different, right? That's totally different. But that's that's against the law too. That's what well, I'm saying. Right, but and there's it's been they've been struck down on that, right? So they can't do that. Well, to, uh, for now, but they it's going to go to the Supreme Court, and hopefully the Supreme Which Court. Which it should. Yeah. My my point is is that you're saying he can't do anything against the law, but he is doing something against the law. So okay, why hold, not on, this hold on. Wait, what is he doing against the law in this particular case? Wait, 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 wait. See, see, the, a lot of the, ban, the, the Muslim ban. That's against. No, no, uh, not we're not talking. Wait, we're not wait, talking wait, about wait, the Muslim wait, wait. ban. We're talking about this lady being deported. I know, but I'm saying if he can do one thing against the law, he could do this wait, against the wait. law. Hashtag triggered. <laughs> he's not doing something as quote unquote against the law. What he's doing is he's overstepping his political or political his presidential power. Uh, the presidential powers do not include anything about aliens and regulation of aliens. That is exclusive of Congress. So the fact that he did this executive order to try and you know end around that power was gonna fail anyway and the Ninth Circuit said, you know what, that's shit out of here. He but, can't do that. Let me ask you a question. And I'm not gonna argue with you. What I'm saying is if the court struck it down, does that not mean it was illegal? Illegal, see, illegal is the, is the improper term. Uh, or a inappropriate, not inappropriate, a wrong use of his power. He overstepped. That's what he did. But that, all right. I don't, to me, that's illegal. The president oversteps. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, going back to the topic at hand, before we get into the immigration thing, I mean, yeah, the young lady. Unfortunately, she was breaking the law. She was getting a pass, which is cool. She found felony probation, I mean, type of felony dirt. She asked for it. But yeah, I mean, I just my whole thing is, you know, and I'm not in that situation, and I don't know the true mindset of it because I haven't lived in that kind of a situation. But all I can know is just think of as from a parent point of view. You know, we'll do a lot of things for our kids, but I would just say you have to pause and think though. Some of the risk we're taking, if you fail that risk, what happens to your child? You know, and I think in this situation, unfortunately, for the child, it's going to be separated from their mother. Right. And we can say it's somebody else's fault. But, you know, as a parent, you know, you are the steward and you make the decision. No one else can make the decision but you. You have to weigh your options. I just I always say pause when you make the option weighing that option because you know this person may give you a break but what happens when it's somebody else <laughs> you, you will put but your right. fate in the hands of somebody that could disrupt your your family's whole life it's just it's a tough thing you got to think about you know but think about where she was bullets are flying left and right in a in a non, non-ending drug war people are being murdered and killed right so Do you know that's where she was at though I know that Me- Mexicans are coming into were coming into the United States at the time because it was violent. There was no opportunity. Unemployment was high. So sure. you're talking about risk. I mean, if I if I have to do something to keep my child alive that's against the law, it's not much of a thought for me. Okay, but you know also the, the downside of that that I'm going to do this, but I know if I get caught, things are going to happen. Right. And I, I would think that 
this country, the richest country in the world, would be a little, would show a little bit of compassion and understand why I did what I did and show some leniency. So she, she, um, <laughs> no, I, I'm in this country. I don't think that at all. House DQ? Huh? I didn't hear what I, you said. Are you going to show her asylum at House DQ? <laughs> House <What>? DQ? <laughs> House DQ? Oh, you mean, you mean my home? You trying to get, you trying to get continental on me? Is that what it is? I'm asking. <laughs> asking what? I would say that there are probably <laughs> first and foremost other places she could go that could so probably no. wait a minute that could probably service her better than I could. So that's a so, no. So no. <laughs> if I, <laughs> I don't know why you. So, but so that's no. Just to be clear, can I answer the question, please? You did. You did, didn't if you? I, if I knew her cl- more close than I than I do, maybe I would consider it. So I've how. Mm-hmm. So really this cue. Um, going back to your premise of showing someone compassion because they know uh, the situation and this and that, <clears throat> that person chose that route that she went. Person B, who's in this <clears throat> who could be her next door neighbor, says, you know what, let me do this properly. Let me go do my paperwork and stand in line and do this the proper way, and she gets in. So you're saying you should reward someone who tries to shortcut it? You're saying the person next door to her says yeah. I'm going to do this the proper, proper way? How did the person next door to her get here in the first place? How was she next door in the first place? I mean, next door to her back in Mexico. So, you know what? I'm out of here, too, but I'm going to go ahead and do it the proper, through proper channels. I'd say, I would say, given the, um, the, the um, what was it called? The Dream Act, I think it was called, which was a path for citizenship. Let them, let them as long as they both are, uh, don't have any criminal records... Let them both in. I don't care. So, in other words, you're going to reward uh, uh, criminal well, acts. Go other words. I, I would okay. Fuck all. Words. Fuck all the words. You're going to reward a criminal act then. As a parent who understands that yes. I myself would do whatever I had to to keep my son healthy and alive. Yes. Okay. Then suppose let's let's talk about domestically then. Suppose yeah. you know what's my man's name? Uh, Chill South. Just use. I like that name. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is. Suppose Chill South Hilarious. held up a bank, okay, and used that money to pay for food for his family, and then he gets caught. Does he right. get a pardon, or does he do some time? I would have him do some time, but it would be a, a lenient sentence. But he does some time. He does some time, yeah. Okay, so then why shouldn't uh, the woman who snuck in and got caught as a felon do some time? Or face whatever punishment goes with that, that crime. What kind of so what kind of crime what kind of a sentence are we talking about? Well, whatever whatever the you know prescribed sentence is, when you get caught as a felon, you go back. But so, she's not. A, is she a felon? Uh, Mike, you did use the word felony, did you not? Uh, I did, but I, I, to be clear, I don't know for sure if she's a felon, but she's definitely a criminal, and she's been charged before, and she's illegal, which is a crime unto itself. Time to go. Uh, the Dream Act would have her um, pay a fine. And go to the back of the line. I'm fine with that. But she was never in the line. That's the thing. None of she the, said, I'm, not, I'm jumping the, the line and fuck you. Mark, the people who the DREAM Act was written for, none of them. There are the 11 million illegal Ill- immigrants in this country. That's what that legislation was for. That was the proposal. They pay a fine. Maybe there's some other penalties. And they go to the back of the line. They don't get deported. I'm fine with that. Now, I've answered the question every which way I can. <laughs> I think the thing about it is sort of where does that sort of stuff 
start and end because he gave you another example of a citizen breaking a law. But you can and show some compassion for it. But you said he's got to deal with the situation. You know, he's got to answer to his crime. Yeah. Here, here's a situation where another person is breaking a law. They're not even an American citizen. Uh-huh. But you're giving them the same sort of rights as a citizen would without even, I guess. His no, question, not giving his, them His question rights. is, would that other person that went through the channels is earning this thing properly. But this person is just saying, F all of that. I'm going to do what I want to do. But listen, I have my the- own. I have my reasons. And you, but you want to be compassionate to them, which I have no problem with being compassionate. But it's sort of like, where does it start and stop? Like, well, here's the question: If you're comparing people who do it legally and people who do it illegally, the person who's doing it legally is not being fined. That is the punishment. You are fined. I believe there are other penalties. I'm not aware of them, but there are other penalties. And you go behind the person who wants to do it legally, so you have to wait longer. So that you, there is a punishment. Well, right, but, but the other point, she's a, she's a, she's being a criminal while she's here as well, right? She's using fake social security cards, obviously getting benefits and different things. So she no, snuck in, which, which is a criminal. If, act, even if an American act. citizen did that, she got doing some time. She was not. I, I did not read it unless you have our unless you can. I just quote said it that there. at the I beginning. Did, I said she had been arrested in two thousand eight for using a fake social security card. To do what with it? That's the question. What was she doing? Well, with what would the you do with it? Dude, it's not hers, man. <laughs> Does it matter? You can't. It's illegal. Fuck. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I understand, but we are talking about the issue is what her what her intent was and what she actually executed on. If she wait a minute, if she used the social security number to defraud people out of money or defraud people out of property or cause damage. To other people, then yes, that's different. My understanding, yeah. she used the social security number just to establish f- false citizenship, which is a defraud, to, isn't it? Not to defraud people out <laughs> no, of no, no, Q. It, just not a second. to defraud people out of money. Sure, but Q any other damages. Q, but just as a basic level, that's a defraud unto itself using somebody else's identification, is it not? But all the people. That I just asked you a question. Please answer. All the people that the DREAM Act are addressing, the 11 million illegal immigrants, sure. that all 11 million of those people defrauded the United States. Great. So I'm that, not arguing that, that with you, but I wanted to make sure you answered the question I asked you. You stated a great fact, and I agree with you. But I'm asking you, using a Social Security card that is not yours is a defraud unto itself, is it not? Yes or no? It, it, it is. Based on the answer I gave you, the answer is yes, it is. Okay, thank you. That's all now, I was the asking. the question is, what was her intent with that social security number? Do you want to go that far? I, do you, you have the answer to the? Do, do you have the answer to her intent? Because I do not. Right. I'm saying unless well, you was, you're asking me a question, I said I don't know. So what's the answer? No, I'm not, I'm not asking you a question. Well, then, that, a then that's not the question. I'm not, asking, <laughs> I'm not asking you a question. What I'm saying is, unless you have something in front of you, and I will accept it if you haven't. I have not heard that she was using the social security number like true criminals do to defraud people. Wait, 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 wait. The whole thing is a criminal. There's no true or fake criminals about it. (laughs) There's no other reason to use a social security card if it's not for illegal use. If it's not yours, not then anything that you do with it is illegal. You're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. You're I, not I heard what you said. No, you're not, no, you're not I, hearing I, me. I have my own I opinion. Said, I heard what you said. said I'm clearly, saying this, that the only way the you social, can... Hold on, sir. Look, sir. Sir. I, I, I'm going to let you get your point out. But again, we have to respect the host. So I'm going to let you speak. I'm not cutting you off. Maybe the host should respect the co-host. But it doesn't, I do. So that's why I'm asking you to slow down for a minute, because I am going to speak. 
I'm on my white man. What Uh-oh. I'm saying is, I didn't hear what did you say. So listen, I'm talking. Please, I'm I'm being nice. What I'm Uh-oh. saying is that the social security card, <laughs> the only okay. way a social security card can be used if it's not yours is to defraud somebody. That's just a basic point. That's why that number is tied to another American citizen, right? Could be tied to a child. I don't know. It could be tied to anyone. I have no idea. But the fact is, it's not tied to you. So if you were to use that card to get a job, you screwed somebody else. If you're using that card to get some benefits, you screwed somebody else. That's not your number. So it doesn't really, my point is to say, it doesn't matter why she was using it. It's not hers to use to begin with. That'd be like if somebody illegal came over here and they needed to get to work to feed their kid and they stole my car. Doesn't matter why they were stealing my car. Motherfucker, that's my car. (laughs) It ain't yours. So the fact that you took it, you don't have a good excuse. There is no excuse. It's illegal. It's mine. You don't have the right to my stuff. I don't care if you're homeless. It ain't yours. Now, now I'm done. Thing, now you can speak. The thing I want to ask you is, how do we know that she stole someone else's social security number as opposed to having someone create a fake social security card with any number on it? Because when she goes to apply for a job, they may just want to see a social security card. They're not actually going to run it. How do we? Do you have proof? That I she, don't know, but it's a defraud exactly. either way. It's you a defraud wait, either wait, way. Wait, Q, come on, <laughs> come on, man. So that's she like saying if somebody it shows a social security card and so if she gets the job, they never run it. Do you think these people that hire these um, these immigrants, do you think that they actually check? You, you think they don't they might not have in the back of their head? I would say yes. As a person who has has hired can people before, there are can documents. No, you can't. Can uh, as I said, no, as a person who has hired people before. <laughs> When you get well, that social security, sir, sir, I'm talking. Slow down. Get out of your feelings. No, no, sir, you won't let me finish my statement. Sir, I'm going to let you finish, you but I'm going to over talk. You Slow can't down. handle the truth. I can't. So that means be quiet so I can't handle the truth. Let me speak. But I'm going to finish speaking. I, I said I'm going to come back to you. I'm not, I'm not, I don't understand. How is that hard to understand? Alex Jones. Okay. Exactly. So pretend I'm Alex. Who's Alex Jones? Wow. <laughs> hey, 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 I ain't mad at that. He's somebody that's always... Illuminati. Uh, he's, he's always interrupting yes, the people. And, he, and he's an owner. Now, as I was saying, because <laughs> when somebody... <laughs> when you do fill out those forms, the ICE and Homeland Security, they have forms for hire for people that are hiring people for jobs that you have to send in if you got a Social Security card. You can't cut them a check without that. If... If they were taking Social Security cards and they weren't going to use them, then why would they ask for it in the first place? They can't cut you a check. Because there are actual documents from Homeland Security that every employee has that you have to have on everybody who comes into work. And on that document, first thing it says, are you an American citizen? And if you're not, it's going to make you fill out these other documents. No job does not have that. All jobs do. So that's why they're asking her for that number, whether that number was generated from a key generator or it was somebody's real number. Again, that same excuse is not going to work if you were to make counterfeit money and say, I didn't actually steal the money. I printed this fake money, so it ain't really taken in from nobody. Can I walk? They'd be like, no, get the fuck in prison because that's some bullshit. That's all I'm saying with these people is, listen, I feel the understanding, compassion. But if you break the law, 
Why would we have laws then if there's a way to get out of them? Now, so, I said what I said. Q, the floor is yours. You said that last time. And okay. I'll, I, right, that's something the host can do. But go ahead, it's yours. So, you then, I guess, do not agree with the DREAM Act. Because the DREAM Act, as I've said before, mm-hmm. the purpose of it is to give these admittedly illegal immigrants. So, we know they're illegal, so you don't have to continue making the case that they broke the law. That's called obvious grass is green, sky is blue. The If you don't agree with the DREAM Act, that's one thing. But if you agree with the DREAM Act, then put aside the argument that they did something illegal. We know that. But I haven't and said I agree with it, so I can't put it aside. They get a pathway to citizenship. Now, with this woman, what I'm saying is that I don't know about you. You're on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. I got to think this is the same. But if if a company suspects that someone's illegal and they hire them, they're not asking for a lot of documentation because they want to take advantage of that labor force. They want to pay them under the table and pay them cheaply. So I don't know why she had the Social Security card, but I am not going to assume unless you have facts and receipts that she stole someone's security number as opposed to just doctoring up a security social security card with any number. Is doctoring up a social security card with any number not an illegal act? It's called uttering Again. Which is, which is mean passing a document with Damn. apparent legal significance as genuine. I've already stipulated that all of the 11 million immigrants tr- did an illegal act. Why do you keep making that argument? You're correct. That's what the DREAM Act is for. We already know they co- they committed an illegal act. You're, you're arguing something that I've already said, yes. So we can put that off the table if the DREAM Act is put into place. Well, it's I guess I don't agree with the DREAM Act, so I have to put the argument back on the table. Okay, well, that's what I asked you. <laughs> Does that make it easier to understand? I asked you. Do you well, I said I, I said I do. Apparently, from the way you describe it, I, I would disagree with it. Yes. So now what? Okay, then we just have a disagreement at the end of story. Okay. But you keep telling me she did something illegal. She, she did, did. I fucking know that. Well, I, I know. I, I, hey, that's what I, I'm, I'm black and I say so. That's the point. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it'll be obvious. You're a little smarter. That's okay. Who said I'm smarter? I, well, I'm just saying, I'm, whatever it is, don't be frustrated that you, hear, that you hear me saying yeah. something over and over again. That's just what I do, man. We have to disagree, agree to disagree. I, I know, you. but it, 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 we get I know. nowhere. I understand. You keep something that I agree with. Sure. Well, like I said, man, if you do It's, in the it's crime, nice to be back. I got to, it's really nice to be back. Man, we love you, baby. We love you. We love you, sir. Paul. Like I said, uh, when you're doing dirt, you have to think about the consequences of your actions, particularly if you don't if you're in a foreign land. And you know that if I get now again to all of my people out there that's in this situation, y'all not stupid. And I know, you know, I understand it. just like when there's cats that I know that be doing illegal stuff that are Americans, they know it, what they're doing and they know that what could happen if you get caught. No one is stupid. The thing is, we're dealing with a time right now where, you know, this president, he's he done told you before he got in the White House. He ain't with all that shit. Now, he got voted in. You know, on one hand, I I don't have it in front of me, but I know there was a story about uh, some. I think they were immigrants or I don't know how. Somehow they said they voted for Trump, but they own people got deported anyway. 
right? Didn't you hear about this, Ant? Yeah, uh, I think it was some Syrians that did that. And uh, Syrian Arabs, they were bringing their, fa- their family that sold all their property in Syria. And after like 12 years, they finally was able to get a visa to come to. <laughs> Oh my God! They was able to get a visa to come to America because their people supported Trump, and lo and behold, he puts the bed in, and they're like, "Nah, we can't let y'all in." That's what they get. But you know what I'm saying is, so we know, so no one's stupid. Like we know, you know who you're dealing with. Some of y'all voted for it, so again, we can't be mad. Like I'm just saying that we know what's going on right now. 2017. It's hot out here right now. Trump got it, it hot. It's been warm. Yeah, whether you agree with it or not. So we got to know, like, yeah, they're coming. And that's why I think even the Mex- there was a report that the Mexican government has sent a warning to the, those illegals over here. Yo, they're not bullshit. They're coming for you. So you watch out. You know, be forewarned. It's, the streets are hot right now. So, you know, that's, that's, it is what it is. Now, I wanted to go back to this whole travel slash Muslim ban thing because uh, I really wanted to I, I think I know what Q thinks about it but I wanted to hear what, what everybody else thought about this, this situation I'm going to go with uh, Big Sexy first I look at it the same way I looked at the whole same sex thing when it got to the Supreme Court uh, and that is this he's overstepping his power he can't do this period so <clears throat> the fact that we're wasting government time and money by having the Ninth District step into this and smack him, and you know the possibility of the Supreme Court getting involved to interpret, you know, the separation of powers under the Constitution is a waste of time. He cannot do this. End of story. Just like with the same-sex thing, it is a fu- marriage is a fundamental right. Period. That's it. So people need to get quitting all been out of shape about things they can't control. Trump's people should have pulled him aside and said, "Look, man, this ain't gonna fly." Now, if he tried to push it through knowing him, which he probably did, oh, well, he's embarrassed about this shit now. But it was never going to happen. He can't do it. It is not the president's power to do so. So let's just keep it moving. He should have done it. And it should have been, should be, shouldn't even get this far. Hmm. All right. Uh, and Pooh, any thoughts? Uh, I think it's messed up. That's all I got. <laughs> I feel you. I'm, so, I'm South sorry. South Central in the building. Yeah, I'm yeah. My, my, my thing is, and this is going to be so messed up to say, but I'm like, niggas got problems of our own. Let them fight oh, that bo- oh, that battle. Oh. Uh, you run that hold nice. your own nuts thing. Central mail to Aunt Pooh. Yes. You know, we, we dying in the streets and, and all that, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Y- y- y'all go ahead and fight that battle, y'all. We got our own battles to fight. Mm. What happens when? Okay, first, first is Muslims. What happens when it's Jehovah's Witnesses next? Hmm? Uh, again, same thing. First Amendment on this one. Sorry. You do realize they're Christians, so. Oh, Trump is an idiot. Well, this is so, true. Yeah. So he might not like the way Jehovah's Witnesses worship. Y'all got to go. Oh. Can't do that. Establishment clause. No, I know. But my, my, the point I'm getting at is, wow. Really, I guess Ant is not one who believes that if, if no man, if one man is not free, none of us. Are free. I guess that doesn't that doesn't resonate with you. So they're slaves. I uh, see. 
Uh, <laughs> Let's get it. Yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> that circuitous logic of yours, I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not prepared to fight that. Okay, I'm just asking. How are they not free? If one man is not free, none of us are free. If one man can be discriminated against, we can all. They can find something to discriminate against with all of us. That's okay, the- but okay, but they're not really discriminating. They're there, this is an immigration issue. It's it, but it's an immigration issue based on a religion. But are, didn't we just get through talking about um, immigration issues that affected Latinos? Not based on religion, sir. Damn what? <laughs> but didn't we just get through talking about how immigration is affecting Latinos? So, and aren't they specifically targeting certain countries? Yeah, what's your point? So I'm <laughs> like, so yeah. So my point is, is like, okay, it's not, it's not a religious thing. It's a I mean, we don't like. They're all, Muslim, they're all Muslim countries. But but the Latinos are being affected too, though. This no, there's two different things, sir. But it's still all immigration. The immig- the ban that Trump signed as an executive order has nothing to do with Latinos. But Latinos like, are. But Latinos are. Having issues, so don't you? So that tells me that it's you not just really a stre- Muslim thing, ladies and gentlemen. Re- meet the real life Reed Richards because he is stretching like a motherfucker. Uh, how am I stretching? We just had the conversation about how there's Latinos. There's two different things. Uh, you're really okay. trying to conflate. You're really trying to conflate an executive order against the uh, uh, banning Muslims at the airport. No, 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 no banning. Banning those trying to travel into the country from certain other countries. Let's right. be clear. What did you say? I just didn't say. No, you said Muslims. No, I'm saying citizens of another of a certain country try to travel into this country. That's a difference. Okay, I'm, you win because I don't know. What do you, the do you know for a fact that? Do you know for a fact that all those affected that came that tried to come into this country were in fact Muslim? And. I'm gonna break but this do you down. know? Do I'm, you I'm, know? Yes, I do. I'm gonna break this down. So, I'm gonna break it down for you. Unless you want to just score points. The executive order, the 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 executive order that Trump signed was from seven countries. Some of them were in Africa. The others were in the Middle East. They are all Muslim countries. <laughs> And he is trying to crack down on the ISIS threat. So from these seven countries, people were not allowed to enter the United States, even if they were at the airport. These are all Muslim countries. And Trump said he wouldn't mind if Christians from those countries were to come. They could come in. But do you know for a fact all those that were affected were Muslims? Yes, that's uh, what people are protesting about. I'm sorry, I don't believe you. Well, d- d- okay, don't believe me, CNN, New York Times, LA Times, Fake any news, news source. Don't, don't believe any of that then. No, no skin off my nose. <laughs> no skin off my nose? <laughs> Kudos. You don't believe me. Well, and don't believe, don't believe news. <laughs> let, me, let me jump okay. in just a little bit. So uh, did the oh, news ahead. report that every single person affected that was turned away were actually of Muslim faith. Are you telling me yes, the news yes, reported yes. that? Yes, custom, customs Who? officials. It's been reported. Can you send F- me the links? I'm answering the question. Can you send me the links? FBI and customs officials are turning away Muslim. 
I'll send you the link, sir. You could, I mean, unless Google doesn't work in your house, then you can, you can leave me alone on some Amazon and Chirac. Because if it don't, the shit don't work in your house, then I suggest you leave me the fuck alone about Amazon. Okay? This is off the rails. <laughs> That's some stupid shit, though. I'm not, I'm no shade, but Listen. you have proof that every person that passed through JFK, LA, well, do you? Yes, I do, sir. Okay, now okay. he's established he's got proof. He'll show it later. Uh, it's called Associated Press. <laughs> there we go. Now, here's I wanted to go back to something Ant was sort of got him into this path, though. I, I think maybe I'll tap into the mindset of what he's talking about. You know, he mentioned uh, Tyreek Nasheed. Shout out to him. And hold your own nuts and that, that sort of thing. And I think he was kind of saying, like, hey, I've got my own issues and I guess when I say my, I say black people have had some things we've been dealing with. Uh, where were you then? Now there's this issue going on with you. Oh, okay. Let's go over here. And I, I'm just the terminology. Let me come and cupcake for you and support your situation. But where were you when the stuff is getting hot for us it seems to be you no know, what's going on so he's, I said we were saying like we got our own things to worry about hey might I add go ahead I'm supposed to feel sympathy for you when some of the quote unquote discriminated Muslims supported the very president that's discriminated against him now well, like cool. I said, some of those countries that they, the people are being banned from entering, they are in Africa, so those are people of, of black, uh, African, Afro, Africoid descent. So some of those people are black. Yeah, I wish I had out like Somalia. That definitely affects Somalia. Somalia. Oh, no, not Egypt. Uh, Somalia and Sudan, I believe. But you know, hey, and I, I, I hear both to your sides. I can understand both of them. Now I'm gonna be honest. I do sort of lean. You know, I have a slight lean to the hold your own nuts movement <laughs> <laughs> because certainly uh, hope so <laughs> because <laughs> because you know we're told all lives matter it, right now see and you know it was uh, actually we saw another thing I think that happened last week and Q you might have more info on this uh, it was a congresswoman uh, during the confirmation hearings for the gentleman who was running for or oh, he is now the attorney general he, mm-hmm. She was up there and she was trying to read a letter from Coretta Scott King. Elizabeth Warren. She's Elizabeth very Warren. well. Okay. So that lady was going to read this letter that Coretta Scott King had written about. What's the gentleman's name? Uh, the attorney general. Do you know? Jeff Sessions from Alabama. Jeff Sessions. So she wanted to read a thing about Jeff Sessions. Um, and some of the other people up the Republicans, I believe, was like, sit down. Mitch, McCon- Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell was like, we not have. I want to hear that shit. You know, sit your white ass, <laughs> sit your ass down, shut up. I'm throwing, I'm putting more on it. But she was silenced, right? Yeah. And then other Democrats came up, and I guess they all wanted to read it. And you know, again, I'm not, I don't do, I don't, I don't keep up on CNN or Fox as much, but I've seen this the, the highlights and stuff. So you can correct me if I'm wrong. I just kind of go off what I've seen what I take the time to read about. But I just find it interesting 
that they want to get up there and use and read Coretta Scott King's letter, which she did write about this gentleman many years ago because he was doing some bullshit. But I want to just be able to see that same sort of outrage and the upholding of King and all that stuff when it comes to other stuff that I'm pretty sure King would have really rolled for. Where you have... Yeah, when you have these different things going on with like black people, for instance, uh, they don't. I want to see them take those iconic black leaders and use it for black folks. When when we had issues that have been going on for this last couple of years in this country, as opposed to just some stuff that they want to deal with. Who says they haven't? I just I, I just said you can correct me if I'm wrong. I just never seen you know them get on the front lines. For black issues, but they're going to use the black person to or here. Now, let me use this to shut this man down and stuff. Even the white man's like, I don't want to hear that shit. But I, go ahead. <laughs> so that's what I'm asking you for correction. You know I'm asking I think you. I think white folks in power <clears throat> when they want to um, when they want to um, they, they they may not know about Megar Evers or uh, uh, they know about John Lewis because he's a congressman. But they might not know about Megger Evers and many others. Uh, uh, who's your man's name? I can't think of the guy who started SNCC. I can't think of his name right now. They don't know these cats, but they know some Martin Luther King. They invoke Martin Luther King every chance they get. Right. I see it on Meet the Press, Face the Nation, Fox News Sunday. Anytime there's an uh, issue and they, wanna, they, they want to <clears throat> get some love, they will invoke Martin Luther King every chance they get. Well, yeah, I know what I'm saying, but I wish they would invoke it like it's always either to me, it's either they'll evoke it when it's all lives matter type of situation or or when it's like, uh, hey, black people, calm down. King had a dream. We don't want you doing this. It wasn't just black people that was that sat in. What was it for two days straight overnight when we were trying to get some gun legislation, some um, uh, gun uh, gun control laws enacted? Due to, I think it was, I, I believe it was due to the the rash of cop killings. It was white and black people, congressmen. That was in the news, Ant. Like I said, I, I must I have missed that. it. I remember that. I, I remember that. That was recently, right, Q? Yeah, but well, but Q, do you think that had to do with the cop killings or Sandy Hook? Hmm. <laughs> I don't recall. I thought it was had to do with copulating. It may have, it may have to do with Sandy Hook. But I'm not going to impugn somebody for what's their motivation if the if the end result is it helps me. <laughs> I'm not okay. Yeah, okay. I know it's okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, so like I said, we got a lot of it's a lot of shit going on, uh, you know, in the country with Trump and the politics and, and whatnot. A lot of people. Oh, rightfully so, or very upset, and, and and I think it's a part of. Uh, oh, can I say one thing, Mike? I'm sorry, Mike. Can I please get this out? Yeah, real just quick? real good. Just, I think it's a part of, of being an American to voice your concerns and in outrage. But go ahead. The other thing is again, and on the chat rooms, I I, I scream about this all the time. It's all about context. When Elizabeth Elizabeth Warren was reading that letter, because back in I want to say 1986, I think it was. Jeff Sessions was was being considered for that same position, and Coretta Scott King wrote that letter. Then he was being considered uh, for Attorney General back then. 
Yes. I was, I'm pretty sure? sure it was a, was a attorney general or a judgeship. I can't remember. Was, I think it was something else, but I understand what you're saying. No, he, but the point was that she, he was being considered for a a high-ranking yes. office, mm-hmm. and she spoke out against it. So the context context is that whether or not she invokes MLK or not, she was reading that letter because she wanted to say, look, we've been down this road before with this fool, and this is what the daughter, uh, the wife of one of our prominent black leaders of past said. Right. Yep. All right. And um, go ahead. I want to update. So I use this thing called Google. Google, Google? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Google? Yeah. Ignite. And I came across this letter from C- this article from CNN. Syrian Christian family, visas in hand, turned back at airport. So again, do you want to tell me that everyone turned away was a Muslim? It's. it's I, I could be wrong, but I think that's. Stop it. How does that? I'm sorry. How does that help? How does that help your argument? I'm I'm lost. Because you said everyone turned away was a Muslim, but this. Stop the pettiness. And in says that they were Christian. So what is that? What does that? How does that make me look bad? I'm not, I'm lost. Because you said every everyone turned away was Muslim. Well, you, right. you know, so to be clear, you actually said that, you had proof of this. So I that think. means the ban was worse. Then I don't. I'm 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 not. I'm following. No, I'm not. But you I'm said not, because you said you had proof that everyone turned away was Muslim. And I ask you, are you saying that only Muslims were affected by this travel ban? Let me, and wasn't t- Let me get into some critical <laughs> thinking with you for a second. Because you don't want to do it. What did you just say? Okay, so you prove. <laughs> wait a minute. No, you prove. You prove me wrong. You prove me wrong. Now, how does that bolster your position? Because, as I said, that these were this isn't just a Muslim thing. That this is affecting more. It has affected people from an, another country trying to get into this country. I understand. So, how does that make me? Other than you scored points on me speaking out of turn about Muslims, that means the ban is even more egregious. So I'm not sure how you Why come out on the road. So a country isn't allowed to determine who is allowed to enter the country and not? Of course. Yes, they, yes, they are. Okay, thank you. We do have immigration laws. I rest my case, counsel. What are you talking about? You haven't won anything. Okay. No, he didn't say we he won. He said he rested. Laws. Uh, oh, all right. So he he made his point. You, you made your point. Uh, there was no point made there. Well, he okay. he was just he was very being very petty. I will say say that. Scoring much. point. He scoring. But he points, came so. back and just showed that you didn't have fact, didn't have a proof on what you said, and just take the L on that and keep pushing. Ain't got to be a whole conversation. Uh, in the words wow. of uh, my Lloyd Banks preacher, you misspoke. misspoke. Uh, <laughs> you hadn't talked to the top gang thugs, but we still got a problem. Keep it pushing. Uh, it's, it's not a big thing. Um, yeah, I, I, can I just say one thing? Go ahead. I admit I was wrong about if I said that it, it stopped only Muslims from coming in. The fact that it stopped Christians and should mean we should be more up at arms. There you go. And that, we understand that. Uh, all right. So, so oh, well done. Well done. Okay. Now that now we're done. We'll move on to something else. Um, Want to throw in a few more entertainment things before we get out of here? We lighten it up a little bit. Uh, Oh, did anybody see uh, Marvel has uh, released a first look video 
from the set of Infinity War, Avengers Infinity War. Did anybody check that out? I saw the po- you posted up. I haven't. I didn't get a chance to open it though. Anybody else? I'll take that as a no. Yes, I saw it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I like this. Oh, okay. So real quick, um, it shows uh, they were on the set. But what you do see is uh, they have uh, Star Lord. Can't think of my guy's the guy's real name right now. Star Lord, Iron Man, and Spider Man. Chris Pratt. There you go, Chris Pratt. Uh, but so those characters, they were standing around each other. Chris Pratt was in costume; the other two weren't. But apparently, they're. I guess they're shooting scenes together, and it looked like they were in some. It definitely wasn't Earth. I don't know where they was at. And I was just like looking at that. I was like, okay, wow. Spider-Man, Iron Man, <laughs> and Star-Lord are going to be on the screen together. That's going to be crazy. They're not on Earth. Uh, they showed a glimpse of Thanos. Uh, it was like a CGI thing or something. Um, you know, they just kind of were just talking about how they've been working all these movies to it all comes to a head with uh, Infinity War and we saw some of the directors working on stuff. And, you know, this is sort of, they really, you know, hey, one, can people start getting hyped about this movie? This is coming. And I'm like, I, I really can't wait to see what they do with this. Because, man, it's really going to be a a big thing. You know, you got all these characters now intermingling with each other. Uh, Aunt Pooh, based off of what you saw, what do you think? I, part of me, I'm kind of scared this might be a huge cluster uh, the one thing that was really surprising and, you know, feel free to laugh at me because I didn't know this before, but seeing that uh, Tom Holland was English was was just was a uh, kind of nerving. I'm like, God damn, another one. That kind of thought that, too. I, I was tripping about that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it didn't the fact that he was talking about how, you know, he, he saw this in the movie theaters and now he's going to be Spider-Man. But yeah, a lot of the things that they were bringing about uh, with Kevin Feige was talking about uh, connecting all these things. You know, I love the fact that it's it seems to be thought out. I mean, people can put on a big front as po- as much as possible. So, uh, but I'll give them the credit. It seems to be everything is thought out and planned, and they're going to do right by these characters and do right by um, the majority of not only just the hardcore fans but the film going fans to produce something that looks really really good. I'm still not sold on the look of Thanos. That's just, I, I feel like they can do a little bit better, but you know what? I think the story is going to be good enough and they have more than enough characters to really carry the weight of the story. Yeah, I mean, um, there's another shot of, it looks like a concept art, but it's Tony and he's got a whole bunch of the armor things again. And they mentioned that he is somehow. Uh, on his own sort of working to protect earth himself and like the avengers are splintered it's just a name but there is no team and all this kind of stuff and i'm just really curious how they're going to introduce all that i mean i i can see that guardians is already in space but i'm very curious to how they're going to get spider-man and you know captain and all how they going to go out into space and it's just to be very interesting man uh Q, yeah. I know you haven't seen it, but do you have any thoughts uh, on Infinity well, War? I, let me just say real quick. I just uh, I, w- I muted my mic and I I, list, I was watching the thing. I only got like uh, forty seconds into it, and I saw Chris Pratt and Tony and uh, Robert Downey Jr. on set. I'm like, what? They're gonna be in a movie together? And I'm like, well, damn. Wait a minute. Yeah, you're right. We're gonna get the Guardians and the Avengers in the same movie. I'm I'm bugging. Um, I. 
I lost my train of thought. This, this is amazing. <laughs> it's gonna, it's, I, I'm kind of, I hate to say that, I'm kind of with Ant. <laughs> How are you going to put so many people in the same movie and it be any good? But, um, and I wanted to make a, I wanted to make a point. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, this looks, um, this looks pretty incredible, man. Yeah, let, let's run oh, down. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. No, I was just going to so, say the first, the first thing it said, the, the, the title came up day one. And I'm like, you got damn right. Day one looks <laughs> like a uh, clown. You will fuck Chirac. Day one. Wow. <laughs> well, we can't get ahead as a people. <laughs> but the, the one thing that I hope that they do, since they do have so many characters, and based and since it is based on the source material, even though I did see that they're, they're teasing that Quicksilver is coming back, um, I hope that. Since you have so many characters and it, it is based it's somewhat based on the Infinity Gauntlet source material, that they can go ahead and give us some deaths. Even though the spoilers, I mean the move the, the book is what, twenty seven years old, but spoilers, um, they gonna retcon everything and set it back to everybody's alive again. But still it's like you can kill some of these people. So that that could be one way of having all these people and what they're gonna do with all these people, some of them gonna die. And give us a good death. You, know, you don't just, need you don't need all of them. Now I just remember what I was going to say, and I think Ant will appreciate this because he he was up up and arms about it too, as was I. If now if if Tony Stark had fucking PTSD in Iron Man three because he went through a hole in space, Iron how the fuck is he, he going to deal with this? You know what I'm saying? They're going to have to address that, don't you think? Or they're just going to say, ah, well. The audience won't remember that from Iron Man three. I don't think they'll address it personally. <laughs> they haven't addressed I, I, it in any other movies going forward that he was shook. Yeah. Well, he was. Yeah, it they, was bad too. There wasn't nothing. In, there wasn't nothing in outer space. Now he's going to be seeing. I mean, if they stay true to the book, which I doubt they're going to hew this closely, and if it's the story I, that I read, I think you're talking about where they're in some plane in space, and you got infinity there, and. Time, Father Time is there, and all these cosmic entities. Oh, that ain't gonna happen. How's he gonna handle that? Well, let me. Let me. Let me. Let me, let me run all. down sort of the list of characters, well, and I want to go to Big Sexy next. So, this imagine yeah. this movie. This movie is going to have obviously Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Black Panther, Ant Man, The Vision, Scarlet Witch, War Machine, Wasp, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Star Lord. Gamora, Drax the Destroyer, Groot, Rocket Raccoon, Mantis, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Loki, Nick Fury, Maria Hall, Wong, Nebula, Wong ain't having it. The Collector, Spider Man, Thanos, and then Peter Dinklage is in an undisclosed role. That's a lot of fucking people. It's amazing when you went through like the first five and you said Ant Man. I'm like, what the hell is he doing in this movie? And don't cut, don't, don't sell him short. He could, he can kick some ass. Think you clever there, huh, Keith? <laughs> right. But that's a large. It's a very large cast of of characters. A very large cast. And this better, you know, this better be a three hour movie. That's all I got. Three hours. It's, it's got to be two and a half minimum. Remember, Just, it's, it's two parts. Remember, it's part one. Oh, two. Well, okay. actually, no, no, let me take that back. Let me take that back. They did say it wasn't going to be two parts. It was going to be Avengers Infinity War, and then they're going to have another Avengers film. But 
I think for the most part, they'll probably end up just calling it another yeah. name as opposed to part one and two. I, I would wonder if they're just going to shoot all of the back to back. There's a lot of people. But go ahead. I want to hear a big sexy's uh, take on it. You know, there's a lot of characters to be shoehorned in one film, and it could be one of those things where instead of people actually quote unquote starring, there's like, you know, the, the big heavyweights like Downey and people of his weight getting the screen time, and then all of a sudden there's uh, Ant Man. Hey, how you doing? And there's Spider Man. Hey, how you doing? You know, in and out. Like Spider Man was in the in Civil War. He wasn't in it that much, but he was in it. You know, maybe the characters will be doing something like that because that's just a lot of people to really shoehorn in one area. Now, granted, Rocky Raccoon is CGI, but still he needs uh, FaceTime as does Groot. Okay. What happened I to guess... Falcon? You didn't mention Falcon. What happened to Falcon? No, I, I, he's in there. I, I, he's I, Falcon. I mentioned him. I guess, I guess I'm going to be... I guess I'm going to be that guy, but let's just be honest. Do we really need a lot of screen time for Falcon and War Machine yeah. and Hawkeye? <laughs> Do they really need screen time? So you just want to get rid of all the Negroes. Is that what it is? I said Hawkeye, sir. But, but, and probably Black only, Widow only, as well. There's like three of them in there. You want to get two, rid of two of them. Uh, here we go. I'm just gonna, we going to keep them 1,000. I mean, really, what do they bring to the story? Falcon, Hawkeye, War Machine, and Black Widow. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's is there gonna be a lot going on? I mean, you're introducing Captain Marvel, right? You probably don't need Gamora either. You don't need Drax. I mean, what's Drax gonna do that you can't get with Hawk and Thor? You don't diss your teammates like that. That's why. That's why you don't diss your team. I'm just saying they're gonna get killed. That's all I'm saying. It's like headed there and you're dead. I'm a, I'm gonna go there. Anybody don't like it, fuck it. I'm only seeing white people behind. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I said it. You got a problem? They're problem. Triggered. Quote uh, uh, Ice Cube. We got a problem here. They're problem. No, he ain't playing either when he said. So you can go into hell again. All right. All right. Q probably got it pulled out when he said. He's a problem. You probably got a cock right now. Exactly. Come on, Q. I don't no. like the fact that I'm yeah, only seeing the screen. <laughs> I don't like the fact that I'm only seeing white people behind the camera. Behind the you camera. See, I, yeah, I'm like yes. I mean, they have a uh, Black Panther. Black Panther is going to be uh, directed by a black guy. Are we talking about Black Panther? Are we talking? Oh, about, I mean, uh, he's got to start somewhere, you know. We got to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you wait, Negro. Wait, sit on back there. Wait, wait. You you on the long end of the bench. Well, I mean, you your- Black Panther is not going to be starring pretty much anybody who's anybody in Black Hollywood so far. I mean, it's, it's going to be incredible. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, in front of the camera, dance for us in front well, of the and camera, you're, and you're directing you it. Can't, you can't work the you're camera. Directing it you're directing it too. Okay. I mean, they, I mean, that's gonna be. I mean, they gave you Luke Cage. Shit, I'm supposed to be happy with that, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you a Marvel guy? You tell me, Master. We sit. Hey, no, but we are at the Trump rally. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. See. Wow, cute speechless. <laughs> Stunning. Hey, hey, nah, I, I'm not going to address that foolishness. <laughs> it's reality. It ain't foolish. But anyway, oh, so I got, I'm not mad. I got to go to a Trump rally before I can complain about the Avengers. No, no, no I'm just saying, you know, Marvel, um, Marvel is not putting blacks behind this, the, the thing like you said. That's your, that's your argument, right? 
and huh? and then the Marvel CEOs put money on the Trump's books. I'm just saying, like, which pick your argument, man. You you rolling with you rolling with Marvel regardless. So what does it matter? I'm gonna go see it. Y'all ain't gonna lie I, about I'm that. Sorry, I'm saying, so why does it matter? I'm not happy with it. As long as you're giving them money, they don't care how you feel. They, I want to know: they, are you going they, armed they, or not? Yeah, yeah, they just charging money. They ain't charging your emotions. Facts. Ah, <laughs> still supporting the movement, but anyway. Uh, yeah, I, but hey, I'll be there right with you. Day one dollars, uh, Marvel. Avengers Infinity War but before we get to that right, we got to go through Thor Ragnarok that's this year and then next year is Black Panther uh, we Guardians of the Galaxy 2 Guardians of the Galaxy 2 May. I'm not really that hyped for that for some reason I want, Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 yeah I mean I'm going to be there trust me but I, just, I don't know the trailer is just not really blowing me away for a while I don't know why the trailer for the first one didn't blow me away but that movie was one of the best I saw that year the movie was fantastic Best Star Wars film since Empire. Yeah, I don't know about all that. No, that's Rogue One. That's Rogue One. Sorry, I don't know about all that either. But eh, whatever. Rogue. I don't even want to go down that road. <clears throat> Are we going to talk more Marvel news? Oh, <laughs> uh, we can. Go ahead. Uh, all right. I already took the thing down. Marvel has uh, leaked that after their secret empire storyline they're going to go back mm. to the marvel characterizations that we all know and grew up with so that means a lot of the things now and i'm not going to avoid using this word on purpose a lot of the things now are going to go back to as in banner bruce banner being the hulk uh, and things of that nature can steve rogers being captain america and so on and so forth they're going to go back to their legacy characters at the end of 2017. And from what I read, it's because sales are way down. Thoughts? Well, uh, hey, I'm not necessarily mad at that because as much as I appreciate the diversity, if that's the word. That's the word. (laughs) You have to do it organically, man. Like, they need to be newer characters and give them a chance to grow into what they need to be, not taking these classic ones and swapping them out with other people. And then you expect people to embrace that. No, that's not the, it's not a real character. It's not, it's not what we would embrace. We embrace this guy. It is what it is. Create a new guy and, and, and write some good stories and then he'll be what they need to be. You can be diverse that way, but it's, you know, trying to pigeonhole stuff into already established stuff is just too hard, man. And that's doubled on the fact that the storytelling was already shaky. And you've already ran that character through everything he could possibly go through. And now the last thing you can think of, oh, let's just make him black or let's make him a female. Nah, that ain't going to work. So, so does that mean Wolverine will not be a woman anymore? Did this What is her name? Weapon 23 or something? X-23. Well, I think Wolverine will go back to not being old man Logan. Uh, He'll be Wolverine again. She'll still be who she is, but Wolverine will just go back to being Wolverine. So no see, female, and, no female Thor. And so. that, that, that to me is kind of that to me was my issue with Marvel with some of their diversity choices. Uh, for example, when um, I forgot the Mark, feel free to give me the alien's name. When the alien name, when the alien got a hold of Mjolnir 
he became better Ray Bill. He didn't become Ray the, yeah. He didn't become New Thor. You know, uh, when Falcon came, he didn't come Captain America Junior. He was Falcon. So it's like to me, it's, I don't. Um, X twenty three is a dope ass character. Maybe she did not have to become Wolverine. To me, it's like these. It's like you're saying these characters cannot stand on their own feet as dope new characters. They have to have the mantle of Thor, of Captain America, of Wolverine, of Spider Man for anybody to to really accept them and take them as characters on their own. Which is something that they didn't do in the past when they introduced the Black Panther. They introduced um, Black Spider Man. They gave you Black Panther, so to me, it it just reeked like it just reeked of desperation and pandering. And a lot of these new characters, I'm going to mention three that I hate: Squirrel Girl, kill her; the new <laughs> Ms. Marvel, kill her; all of the Young Avengers, kill them. There are too many people running around, you need to trim it down. If, if being a caped hero is something that you don't see every day in the Marvel Universe, you see it every day. There are too many running around. They outnumber the bad guys. Is Ms. Marvel, is she the Muslim one or is she the new blonde one? The Ms. Ms. Marvel is the Muslim chick. Uh, the former Ms. Marvel is now Captain Marvel. So you want to kill the Muslim chick, huh? No, I want to kill the chick playing Ms. Marvel. Damn what she, her religious affiliation is. Have you read the book? <laughs> No. I have. So, there you go. <laughs> you and your John Wick. Kill him? Kill him? Kill they him. have to go. <laughs> Let's get a purge of the universe. Here's a little... Yeah, Mar- uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Marvel lost me when they became too reliant on Brian Michael Bendis. And the Thank whole, you. Get rid of him, too. The whole <laughs> six-part trade uh, tray paperback <clears throat> of telling of their stories. It'd be four issues of setup. Fifth issue would be a battle. The sixth issue would be talking about their feelings about what just happened. Mm. Now, I say all that, and I'm like, God damn, that, that Ultimate Spider-Man might have been the best run of comic books ever. But Ultimate. still. Huh? Ultimate was good, but you know, we'll Ultimate talk about this in a minute. You know, Marvel yeah. is also too reliant on the event crossover. You know, the one they're doing now, uh, Inhumans X-Men, stinks. Period. Sticks. They're oh, trying to recap. They're trying to recapture the first Civil War, and it ain't working. They need to walk away from that shit. Uh, the writing for the trades has been something they've been doing for years. I hate it. They're giving Bendis too much power, but at the same time, they gave Hickman a lot of power, and he came up with some crap last year that mm-hmm. whew, <laughs> people need yeah. to forget about. And that was my other thing: is for what twenty years. X-Men was the gold standard, in my opinion, for comic books. It, they had some great freaking stories. Even with some bad writers, they were able to bring it all back to the X-Men and their stories. They spun it off with X-Factor. They had a good run. They spun it off with X-Force. They had a good run. When they bastardized and spun and sequeled and spun off the X-Men and they lost me as a reader of X-Men, to me, that was a Marvel's downfall because I'm sure there were other... Um, comic book readers that when X when X Men went bad just stopped reading comic books. You or know, at least stop reading though, For for a minute though, X Men back in the early nineties, I'm gonna throw names too. Fuck it. When it was under the the stewardship of what's that guy's name? The Scott Lobdell. No, Scott Lobdell. It was yeah. god awful. It was god awful. Yeah. 
you know, the Avengers went through the same hey, thing. Okay, it's like what, what year was that? Because what year was that around? Uh, ninety two, ninety three, right around. Yeah, there. you know what? I have to agree with you because it was around that time. That's when they had uh, John Romita Jr. drawing the book too. Hey, I, hate, I hated that. Oh, that, that was not good. I love John Romita Jr. <laughs> I love him, but that was not a good run for him. Marvel was at a time now, back almost twenty years ago, back when they had the whole Avengers: The Crossing storyline, which was god awful, where they made Tony Stark a teenager and made Wasp an actual fucking Wasp. Marvel needs to step back, regroup, which is sounds like what they're going to do here, because they just tell good stories with established characters that we all know. And if you want to use, if you want to expand your diversity, fine, create new people. Don't force them to wear the mantle like my hand said. I agree with that. Britain's next and they they have the ability to do that because I mean they they somewhat reinvented themselves with the Marvel Knights line with Daredevil and Punisher and and some of the other characters there. They did it again with the Ultimate line, which I enjoyed Fantastic Four. I know some people didn't, but I I enjoyed Fantastic Ultimate Fantastic Four, I Ultimate X Men, the Ultimates, yeah. and Ultimate Spider Man. Until I don't you. know what the hell they did with that. I don't know how they messed that up. I ran out of steam with it, man. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's okay, though. Really, that's okay. When they introduced Sinister as a serial killing mutant who was the vessel for Apocalypse, I was like, God damn. This is this was some great reimagining of these uh, characters. And yeah, I guess you, they must have ran out of steam. You know what it was? They lost me. It was like a lot of the problem of today's writing. They had never had an, necessarily original ideas. It was just a retelling, a very cool retelling of the story shit we've already seen before. But once they got past all that and was like, well, now, since you done told, retold the cool stories in a cool way, now come on with some new shit? Yeah. That's when you saw that shit fall apart because it's like, eh, they ain't really that good like that. And that's a problem across the board. But I think that's what happened with the Ultimate Lines because I loved it too. But eventually it went to shit because it got a, okay, you retold all those cool stories in a different way. Now, now what? But here's the question, since there are some other creators out there, I mean, I look at Kirkman, I mean, it's like, he came oh, up with... Oh, Kirkman ain't going back to Marvel, I'll tell you that now. Well, well, that well, well, I'm, not, well I'm, not, I'm not speaking about bringing them in, but it's just like, how how is it that you have these creators out there that can do, forget my language, Bitch Planet, that can do um, The Walking Dead and Get Invincible, uh, Mark Millar out there with uh, Wanted and, all of his, and Kick-Ass and all of his great stories, and it's like, how do these writers get on these titles and then lose their creativity? Just say, "Wow, let me revisit." It's it's like they want to remix everything. They're puffy. Well, no, I, like, I, 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 I can answer that question for you because why would you give away your original idea to Marvel and you ain't getting no revenue share and they own it? That ain't happening. That's a good point. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's a great point. They was like, "Fuck that!" I I'm not giving so, you so they kind this. Of well, they did what Image originally was, right? It was like, well, shit, we the ones creating the dope shit, but we don't own this. They ain't going to get paid off on Spider-Man. That's their shit. And I'm not giving them Spawn. So we got to do our own shit. Let's be owners. And we can create all this dope stuff, but we'll own it. I, so you can, I mean, which is great. You can do both. And the thing is, you know, looking at Bendis for a moment, uh, everyone generally would agree that the seminal run on Daredevil is Frank Miller. That's that's a given. Yeah. So when Bendis came on and took the book, he did not retell stories about Elektra. What he did was he went a different way, and his run on Daredevil is if Frank is one, 
Benesis is 1A because he did something completely different. He didn't rely on the past. He didn't, you know, retell classic stories. He went his own way and went a direction that no one saw coming. People, you know, in comics are not doing that for whatever reason. They're saying, let's do Civil War again. Let's do Secret Wars again. Really? No. No. Come up with something new or step off. Yeah, I mean, but I think I think a part of that, too, is because of the, the, the differences. Yeah, I can just retell, you, retell this story because it's easier for that, and I'm not using my original ideas that I can't make a movie. You know, y'all can make a movie out of this five years and get billions. I ain't getting that money. You know what I mean? So it'd be like... So you will see they take care of Bendis, right? I'm sure he's probably eating yeah. heavy, and it maybe yeah. and it may be Jason Jason Aaron. I think they let they 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 making sure to keep him eating. But again, he his real shit to me is Scout, and that ain't on Marvel, right? That's on Southern Image. Bastard. He owns yeah. that shit. Southern Bastard, the TV Scout. I just saw a headline is shooting the pilot. I mean, so their real shit is their own stuff that ain't on these companies like that because they're not gonna. They're not going to give up the rights for it. And I think that's what happens with Marvel and DC. They got to figure out, you know, that's why there ain't no new characters. Because nobody's going to give up their creative shit to some big corporation and not, so, not going to eat. So, how, I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably asking, no disrespect, I'm probably asking the wrong people on this question. It's like, if this is the, if you know this, I'm sure Marvel and DC have to know this as well. So why aren't they just giving them points on the characters that they create and the stories that they write? Can, is it really that hard? It's not good business, I guess. Or is, I, I, well, well, I mean, because it's true. They, they could probably make way more money off of movies and TV shows than they are off the comics. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, they would probably love an artist or a writer to do that. I guess the writer know that. Hey, these books ain't selling like that. Like they gonna shoot makes this bitch into a movie. Are they, is DC and Marvel gonna let me own this character? Yeah, you already know the answer to that. Like, hell no. Well, I'm not saying okay. I'm not because yeah, DC be a fool to let somebody own a dope ass character that they can't use, they can't license and use a movie. But I'm saying fine, we'll give you points like ten, twenty. I I, I don't know how to what the breakdown would be, but like we'll give you points on this character. So one will just like they do with uh, Marvel movies. Um, I know Legion. For, uh, we didn't talk about Legion, the trippy ass show. Legion it says uh, based on characters by I think it was Bill Sinkovich. Bill yeah, and his yeah. art sucks. And, and Claire Claremont. Chris, I'm sorry, Chris Claremont. Claire Claremont? And I'm like, oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it says based on it, but who owned the copyright? I, I, and yeah, but my point would be is like, okay, one, will make sure that it's known you own this, and at the same time, we will give you points for the characters you created if it's used in another media. I mean, it's like, you do, you do need source material to, to to do your well. If you look at DC, you probably don't. But you do need source material to give you characters that you can spin off for licensing for toys, potentially TV and film. So, which the model you got right now ain't working. Well, it's working for Marvel and DC. Well, for the comic book land, I should say. Well, I'm saying, but yeah, I mean, like, their real money is not in the books. The money is the merchandising in the movies. Right. So it's working for them. Like, Marvel's eating. Now, you look at something like Deadpool, and I don't know the answer to this. Maybe you do. Who owns Deadpool? Does Rob Liefeld own it? No, Marvel Marvel owns it. (laughs) Okay. And who created Deadpool? Rob Liefeld. Yeah, so I'm sure. That's why I say he ain't, he's probably like, nah, maybe they cut him a check to be nice. Who knows? 
Yeah, they'll put your name on there based on this, but I mean, you can be based on whatever. Who's getting the money? Now, right. And the thing is, if you talk Deadpool, Joe Casey's the one who, is it Casey or Kelly, I forget, but that guy really gave him that voice of being the merc with the mouth. That wasn't Liefeld. True. Well, Liefeld, he didn't talk. But again, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he, so he put in the work. I guarantee you, they're not turning over them box office checks. <laughs> Here's my question. I want to. I want to know how much money Stan Lee's getting in the family of Kirby and uh, Ditko. Mm-hmm. And here's a question. Maybe Big Sexy can uh, answer this for me. Because I know there was that whole trademarking issue with Batman and Superman. I believe Bob Kane, well, his family. His parents, some, yeah. yeah. How are they getting money off of Batman and Superman? What's Batman? Uh, you know what? I don't know. The only thing I can speculate I'd have to look, but I have to speculate that DC, i.e. Warner Brothers, like, look, pay them so we can keep this out of the fucking press. So, and then, in fact, on uh, Batman, <coughs> they just changed his masthead on um, on his books to say Bob Kane and Bill Finger, I believe. A lot of times, these errors of creators from back in the back in the day make a little racket and when these films are making all these millions and billions you don't need you don't need the bad press so you break them off a little bread keep it moving yeah there's a whole thing I won't get into it but in regards to Superman there's a whole copyright battle between the estates of uh, right. the, mm-hmm. the guys who created it versus DC uh, so I mean I'm even seeing where there was movie companies trying to holler at the estates of the guys who created it versus DC <laughs> Comics. So it's a big thing. I think when you're dealing with those type of legacy characters, you know, there's so much money on the table. Yeah, somebody can come in and say, hey, actually my daddy, granddaddy, they, he made that. You know, we we entitled to some money and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I'd be hard pressed. Somebody, oh, I did Deadpool or I created Elektra. Well, yeah, you created them, but you just work for hire. So Exactly. You work for me when you did it. So, yeah. Get what do you need from me? Get lost. Yeah, I'll give you some tickets to the premiere. Paid. You get a ticket to the premiere, and you can go walk through the set. <laughs> but it was nice knowing. They're going to do you like they did Charles Oakley. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. So, it's, it's almost like music. You know, the music business, the same thing. Read your contract. Know what you're doing going in. If they're paying you to write Batman, then you write Batman. I'm not saying you need to create Ra's al Ghul with it. That's yours. You want to give that to them? You work, you create on their dime. Guess what? It's theirs. Yeah, but if you write a song, do you get royalties on that writing? On that yeah, nowadays, oh, okay. <laughs> dude, yeah. back in the uh, day, please. Unless you were a work for hire for a production company, yeah, you don't get shit on that. You got to check to write that song. I own the song. Nigga, you got it. Unless you got a file like, manager. Like, you know? like what's the drummer uh, on Funky Drummer <laughs> who never saw a dime of that? For Clyde McFatter. Uh, yeah, <laughs> never saw a dime. But, Whew, but James but, Brown family gonna be eating off that for millennia. Well, generations, I should say. But Prince did break them off for some money off that. But that was just uh, that so was for the culture. But you're right. My my other thing is is like with Warner Brothers having DC on lock and Fox and uh Sony and and uh Disney having Marvel on lock, I'm just kinda shocked that uh Paramount and Universal haven't gone to image or some of these other um um, comic books and seeing what they might potentially have, like Invincible, could be to me could be huge. That that could be four films, in my opinion. I mean, I understand it know. doesn't have the 
Yeah, and then I look at what wanted. I look well, kick ass. They did do it, although they kind of well, they did want it, and, you know, flubbed it a little bit. Uh, no, a little. I do. Okay, okay, I'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. If yeah. they did want it now, I bet you they'd been true to the book. But back then, yeah. it was so early, they didn't know what would fly. You know. And then you got what? Spawn. I can't. I still don't understand how Spawn has not been done yet. You got a uh, Wildcat. You mean done well, again? DC. Yeah, done again. Yeah, um, Youngblood and uh, Young still Blood Supreme. Stink. No, Youngblood would stink. Supreme was super. Wow. Yeah. Hey. Now, if they did Wildcats from the Joe Casey run, the two point and three point all over it. Well, all I think Wild, Wild, well, Wildcats is Wildstorm, which DC also they're bringing back. By the way, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Did you see the new sketches for the new uh, designs? Yeah. They're terrible. I'm interested to see what it is, though. Ugh. Like Savage Dragon, like some some of these books. It's, I don't get it. Well, you never know. They may those they may turn into properties at some point. I mean, it's a lot there on the table. Well, Dragon had a cartoon and Wildcats and a uh, Young Blood for a minute back in That's the nineties. Yeah, but finally to get off his butt and get that money, his Spawn would be a hit. Has but you know I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Is anybody reading Spawn now? I mean, I haven't read it in fifteen years. I haven't read it. I used to really be into it for a quick minute. Me too. Before I understand, there's a new guy playing Spawn that's no longer uh, Al Simmons. Not Al Simmons. What was his name? Yeah, it was Al Simmons. Was it Al Simmons? Mm-hmm. I thought Al Simmons was Chapel. Was who? Chapel, the guy who killed Spawn. Nah, it was Al Simmons. Okay, well, it's no longer Al playing Spawn, so it's somebody else now. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but... Yeah, I don't uh, know what's going Spawn. I have no idea. Tom McFarlane's still caked up. Are you still paying? <laughs> no. He's making money off his figures more than anything else now, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah man. Actually, speaking of comics, I, I got me a ticket to uh, Emerald City Comic Con. So I'm going to check that out. When March. is that, anyway? Uh, starts March the 3rd, I believe. Are you going to go to the Image Reunited panel? Uh, well, I'm going to go on Thursday, the first day. Actually, they had the DC Rebirth panel that day. So I would definitely check that out. Uh, man, they got uh, that's what I was saying. Um, you know, they have you can get autographs from the stars or whatever, and they're gonna have uh, like Stan Lee's gonna be there. Stan I mean, charges a grip, you can get a picture. That's what I was saying. And so, like, so all the people there, the only person I would really want to get a picture with was Stan Lee. But I mean, I'm not paying for it, but uh, he's charged, <laughs> he's, he's paid, he's charged a hundred dollars. Now, there is somebody there that is charging <laughs> more than Stan Lee. Hey. And I'm looking at this person and I'm like, really? I'm like, come on, dog. You wouldn't even be in the Comic Con arena if it wasn't for Stan Lee. He's charging $120. Let me give you a hint. He's uh, in the Avenger movie. He's in the Avengers. Oh, so we're talking an actor. Yes. We're not talking about uh, Agent Coulson. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 He's in all the Avengers movies, this person. Uh, Hawkeye? Yes. I can see that. I, uh, huh? $120 for him, but $100 for Stan Lee? No, no, I agree with you. I can see that. Simply because, oh, because he's, the, movie. He, he, he's well, the visual. Yeah, he's the visual. Man, man. Please. He ain't even the top tier of the Avengers. That's what I'm saying. I know. 
But he's a, he's a, been in other, he's known for other movies though. He was just an arrival. But what is he doing charging for autographs though? That's what I'm trying to get. No, it's a like, picture. It's autographs. a picture. Well, he is charged for it. But I mean, come on, man. And he's the highest one in there. I was like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm with Mike on that. A lot of the promoters who do these things do that shit. We're gonna bring in so and so, and his uh, picture is additional than your cost to get in. Fuck that. Yeah, I just I, I was like, that's cool. Now they, they're gonna have who else they got? There's a big they got the the guy playing Aquaman, uh, a couple, couple of the yeah. guys from Guardians of the Galaxy. Who? Uh, the cider characters. What's the guy? Merle. He was in from, Walking uh, Dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's yeah. in it. Um, they got a few people, a lot of real geeked out type of stuff, but uh, they got some really interesting panels. This is actually gonna be really good. I'm, I'm excited to go. I'm only going on. It's cheaper to go on Thursday, so it's twenty bucks, and it's really kind of a half a day. But that's good enough for me because I ain't gonna be in there all day anyway. But uh, smelling of the essence of comic book nerd, <laughs> no, you only do all that, man. But, you got yeah, a camera? Bit off. Say it again. You got a camera? Like, you got a camera to take some? Oh, I'm gonna take some, some pictures. Take some some pictures and stuff. They real funny style with uh, video in these things for whatever reason. Uh, as I've seen before, but I mean, you can't stop some people with it. They got phones now, but uh, but yeah, I'm just gonna walk through a few times, check out a few panels. Yeah, going back to what you said earlier. If I'm walking through a con and I'm taking a picture and somebody puts hands on me for that, oh, we gonna have a problem. Uh, so that's your trigger. You'd be at the Comic Con. They'd be like, oh, my fuck. What you be saying? Fuck Jim Lee. Hey, oh, fuck Jim Lee all fuck fucking him. day. Uh, Jim was right over there. Fuck, I don't get Okay. Him. Fuck him. Uh, Midget sir, bastard. You're going to have to leave. I paid $125 in here. I'm sorry, sir. You're going to have to get out of here. Then we'll see. Gonna we'll see a uh, podcaster. <laughs> You'd be on the cover of <laughs> uh, uh, comicsresources.com. <laughs> Drag if they're going to pull me out, I'm going to get my money's worth. I'm going to whip Jim Lee's ass. There you go. <laughs> Prominent podcaster ejected from Comic-Con. Shit, they ain't ejecting me out of nothing. And fuck <laughs> Jim Lee. They had okay. to tase him. <laughs> you bad. That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. You bad. Uh, we know. <laughs> they hit him again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Any, anything else? We have forgotten about Here, Well, I got a question. Yes. Um, so, are we going to go see Ghost in the Shell or not? Because I got to tell you, oh. I know what I said, but damn, that looked good. Oh, oh day one, man. Uh, uh, day, day one dollars. As a so fan we don't of care, it, We don't care that... Uh, it, it, I care. White washed. Huh? I, I do care, but... What? Huh? Hold up, Mike. You want... <laughs> when it was first announced, you was like, "Man, it's already been made as a movie. This is an adaptation." Yes, that and then I seen the trailer, and it looks uh, high quality. I'm like, you know what? I want to see what they did with this because it looks no, dope. What I, no, what I meant was is like when the whole the, when it was first announced, Scarlett Johansson was going to mm-hmm. be the lead character. They was like, "Oh, this is whitewashing. This is whitewashing." Mike was like, "Man, they already made the movie in Japan, and this is an adaptation." Well, and they made like, they made the animation. He was like fucking. He was like, screw it being whitewashed. Who are you talking about, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> you well, said you had a problem with the whitewash. Yeah, <laughs> I said, I, I just said, he asked me, I said, I have a problem, but I said, I'm still going. It looks dope. 
but I'm just confused because you said that when it, when it was first announced, you was like, man, you wasn't caring that it was whitewashing. Now you do? I guess so, yeah, if that's what you're saying. I'm confused by that, but okay. Uh, pray on it. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> just, come on now. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I don't know how to make it confusing to you, but wow. I've seen, <laughs> I seen the trailer. Trailer looks fly. Like I'm like, they put it into work. It looks like the anime. I ain't gonna lie. It looked just like the anime. And as a super it's fan of the anime, I gotta go see it. And yeah, it's, is it whitewash? It is. I'm super confused by the trailer. Yeah, I'm just gonna get. I don't want to spend my money to be confused. Now, what are you confused about? That you don't know what's going on, or what? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, uh, it just, yeah. It looked like some existential Akira stuff. Uh, yeah, I can see that. And I tried watching Akira. You can go ahead and pull my geek car. I just couldn't get into it. I'm not, I'm not a big that. anime fan myself. I'm not mad at you saying that. That's I'm, yeah. Yes, Q. The Princess Bride greater than Akira. Well, you huh? said it's a fairy tale as opposed to anime. It's two different. Two different. Yeah. Yeah. Leave that alone, Patton. <laughs> uh, now, I'm not an anime fan, but if they would do uh, Death Note, I'd be all over that. Coming to Netflix. They what? There. Yeah. Yep. And it's whitewashed. Don't care. Yeah. Great story. It's very good story. Yeah, I saw the first two episodes. I just couldn't. I just got tired of reading. I was like, man, I'm going to get back to it later. You know, the, the anime to me is too slow or something. But that reading the book, it's fabulous, man. The book is, yeah, the book is great. It's dope, man. But uh, all right. I, want, I don't want to get nobody in trouble. If I can find a, tor- a good torrent site, I'll pick it up. Uh, yeah, they out there. Yeah. Are we going to talk about uh, the Prince CNN headline news thing from last night? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen then it. Then I will withhold my But commentary. no, I mean, go ahead. I don't care. It was some bullshit. What, what, what did you think about it? I thought it was crap. It was like an episode of ID Channel or uh, Unsolved Mysteries. They didn't really bring anything new. I see why Andre has distanced himself from it. Other than Andre and Van Jones, they didn't talk to anybody worth a damn. You know, anybody relevant. They talked to uh, Pepe Willie, and at one point, Pepe said he saw Prince at his show. Prince all hi. Five minutes later, security's like, you got to go, man. <laughs> wow. Like they didn't really get into anything groundbreaking. Um, if anything, it's not timely the way this was done. It, it just was not well done. It was really a waste of an hour. Now, maybe I hadn't been, you know, me and me being allergic to news, I, but it was news to me that he had uh, with the Vicodin prescription bottles that were filled with fentanyl or whatever that was. Fentanyl. Fentanyl, whatever. I ain't using it, so. that, I, that I, was, I knew that. that that's, that's not new. To me, it was new. I was like, wait, what? You know, so somebody has got to fall. Now, had they talked to an investigator on the shit? Okay. But no. They're not naming names. They're not right. doing anything. I think and uh, that cousin that was talking about why is my, why is my cousin 115 pounds dead and what are y'all doing over there pacing? Part of me is like, well, my dude, what were you doing? You getting got over there and it's like if you you trying to tell me the first time you, you you knew Prince was messing up was when he died? Like, what were you doing? And you know, I don't want to disrespect because I don't know everything, but it's just I just felt like. Okay, bro. Yeah, you mad at the people around him that kept him insular, but it's like your family. 
you really couldn't get up in there? Maybe you couldn't. I don't yeah, know. Sure Maybe I mean, Johnson couldn't get in there. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, looking at Michael Jackson. <laughs> he wasn't fucking with none of ready to fuck out. <laughs> and they thought he was having medical problems, but he was like, do they have an appointment? But the whole family is out there. Every single member. And? <laughs> so, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I think a show, <laughs> I think a show like uh, this, it's not, obviously it's not made for the hardcore fan base. I'm Very sure. true. It's, it's made for the casual CNN watcher, the older people who have that, just have that show, you know, have that channel on. They know who Prince is, but they don't know nothing about what happened with him. And they'll see that and be like, oh, okay. Wow. Oh, that's sad. You know, I didn't know it that. Is not, it is not uh, nearly on the level of slave trade by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did check that out. That was a really good doc. But it definitely makes you think, like, dudes, and shout out to Sean Hill. I used to say this, guard your health. Mm. Guard your health. You know. Cause you just, and I, and I, we all have an idea of where this uh, dependency to the painkillers came from, his schedule, the dancing, the, the using the high heels, the hip. But it's just like, you know, you just, you just think like, he really couldn't like slow down for like three to six months and take care of whatever the pain was or he was just ignoring it. And you just like, damn. He's not the first musician or performer uh, to have hip issues. Eddie Van Halen had a hip replacement, you know, few, several years ago. You know, mm-hmm. and I think um, Paul Stanley from Kiss had some type of hip, hip issue as well. And and you know, unfortunately, that's something what happened with black men. We don't really go to the doctors like that. A lot of us be having stuff that we, you know, just push through it or fear going to a doctor and you know he's just on a different level but it's the same kind of thing you know while we yeah. got to kind of get our stuff together man change that change that up you know yeah it's just like I'm just like my dude you're a prince if anybody can take well I, I'm sure there's probably higher people but I'm just saying that if anybody's in a position to really just step it step back and say okay you know this pain ain't going away let me figure out how to get rid of it because i mean and you know maybe when you are under the, the under this influence of viking and these heavy painkillers it does take you to i don't I, I don't know and it does put you in a in a sense where you do have a dependency and you or you think that you have control over it but i just feel like damn you know you have to know you're in pain right how do you not Say let me yeah let me step back and figure out how to get rid of this the right way because this is a this is a stopgap. I don't know, man. Cats on a different level, you know. I can't call it. It's like I get athletes because you know your body is how you make your money, and you know I just feel bad about that. I feel you, sir. Definitely feel you. Something we can all learn from this situation. All right. Anything else? We uh, go ahead. Real quick. Should, I don't know if she's even worth the time. But Amarosa's dumbass. What would she do what now? What she she oh, you didn't see that on uh, uh, Facebook? She oh, the thing what she got in the in the store or something like that? No, no, no. She put out a video talking about everybody. Now that he's president, everybody needs to bow down to Trump. Oh shit! No, she didn't. Oh, dude, you didn't see that? I gotta, no, I did not see this. Let me pull this up now. 
Ah, uh, I did hear about the thing in the store. Crazy heifer. When they people was trying to get at her. She only had one thing going for her in life, and unfortunately, he is no longer with us. Who's that? Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, were they together? They were married, man. Wow. I think they were engaged when he died. Yeah, I, I, I stand corrected. Yeah. I am. I'm going to admit I am very surprised about that. Everybody was. I. She didn't strike me as the type of woman. Wow. That, I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hey. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead and say it. What? She did not strike me as the type of woman <laughs> that liked her men melon filled. Oh. Her current, her current uh, guy or fiance is a black man. Oh, cute. I don't know where you got that from. <laughs> Just by uh, her attitude, the way she talks. Yeah, her husband is a black man. Q. Huh? Her pre- prior husband. Prior husband was black. Yeah. Black. I I'm saying, I, hey, okay. I said I'm surprised. Well, yeah. When she was on the wow. Apprentice. When she first came you on the scene, you saw how she did Kwame on the Apprentice. Oh no! I would say this about Amorosa. What's a Kwame? I, I, I didn't support Donald Trump properties back then. I used to watch it. I thought I, I actually I remember when she first came out. People was kind of giving her props, like she's not not nobody to fuck with. She's a strong black woman, and then she sort of turned that character evil during the course of that, and then she flipped it. But I'll say this about Amarosa, <clears throat> and I mean, I saw her on the View recently, a clip when she was on the View. <clears throat> you know, of course, they're trying to come at her. Amarosa got a mouthpiece though, and she came at that lady smooth and shut her down because. One of that one white lady that she kind of looked like, uh, fuck, I can't. Joy Behar. Is she got the red hair? Joy Behar. Doesn't she look like some other actress that I'm thinking of? Uh, what is her name? Bette Midler. Yeah, I always should get them mixed up. But anyway, she was kind of going at her, and Amarosa came real petty and smooth at the end. Though she says, "I wish you could be happy or something, but you don't have a man." But unlike my man, <laughs> unlike my man sitting in the audience, everybody give him a round one more. And I was like, damn. <laughs> what did Joy say? Didn't say shit. He got blasted. I mean, it was so smooth the way she did it, but it was real hardcore. But she, she smiled. You know, she, I, she you was don't like, have a man. I was like, God damn. She's, she's a cold piece of work. She's a fool. But I'm well, not. If, but she knows how to get on TV or get in. She she's not a pushover. Like she will clown the fuck out of you. Yeah. She like another stick. one. Uh, go ahead. No, she'll stick that clip is from like September though. And another one like that, a sister that gets on well, fairly unfairly uh, crapped on it. That's smooth. That's got a crisp mouthpiece and smooth with it. Condoleezza Rice. I, I give her her props. You know. Yeah. I don't like the. I don't like her politics. I don't like what administration she was in. But you listen to her talk. You like. Yeah. That's that's a smart sister. You don't want to mess with. Nah. And she knows. Like. Like she was on uh, the Daily Show with John Stewart, and you know he was trying to go at her, and nah, she she was shutting him down. Like nah, I'm the wrong one. <laughs> if, yeah. jo- if Joy Behar couldn't come back with a uh, with a with some to that, then she that's a L big time. Well, it, cause it was it was just facts, and he was sitting right there in the front, and it was like you can't. And she said it in the way of like celebrate us being married, so so no one would not do that. 
and then she and she just threw in like, but you don't have a man. So it was, I was like, God damn, like. You really couldn't say nothing. If she would have said something, she'd have looked like a hater if she responded to her. So she had to kind of clap. <laughs> okay, but it was. Like, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. She's uh, very slick. I, I like could, you, I could she, have given her some material. <laughs> well, you're a man though. But I'm saying, like as a woman, it would look funny. It would look like she was trying to shade Amorosa out front. So she had to play. again. She was very slick. That's what I'm saying. You have these cats that are really slick talkers. Now I don't agree with what she's talking about, but I understand why she's in that position. And particularly, I can understand as a black woman to get in a position like that, you have to probably be so hardcore with it and, you know, coming at these cats because they probably like, you don't know shit. And she's, hey, uh, same thing. And I think she's a damn fool. I know Q might, it might be a trigger. But what's that white lady that Trump got out there? Killian Cobb. Let me tell you something. <laughs> she's a cold piece of work because she's outright lying and knows it but she be flip she'll try to flip it and I don't even think she's actually trying to flip she just doesn't give a fuck she's like the perfect example of the I'm white and I say so and she's like just I mean I saw that she was on CNN with some reporter dude it's like a 20 minute thing they didn't show no commercials or nothing they were just going back and forth and dude the reporter was getting at her like, well, you did this. You, you, you're inaccurate. But, but I would give her, I, I, I'm not giving her props, but in terms of debating or just spitting and never taking an ale and flipping it, she was just like, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, but you're lying, fam. But she was like, that, I was, yeah, and well, see, what's going on with Trump is that we, and she kept just deflecting. I was like, God damn. I know they frustrated oh. the fuck out of her because she is not backing off. Like even when they catching her on a straight out fib, I mean straight line. <laughs> but she's well, they, like, uh, yeah, and so I'm in power, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. I was like, God damn. No, nah, she's been called out. Now she, if the, if the interview you're talking about is the one with Jake Tapper on CNN, she like got last she, week. She got handled, uh, but but she never like amidst. I mean, she flips it. She's, she was outright she, she said, she said, oh, I didn't mean the Bowling Green massacre. I meant the Bowling Green. What did she say? Uh, Some bullshit. I forget the word she used. I didn't mean massacre. I meant uh, event <laughs> or some bullshit like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, she just flipped. She just kept everything he was saying, even though he was catching her. She was still like, you never, she never just, she never said you right. You know what I mean? She never was like, and shut up. She just kept going. And it was like 20 minutes. I'm like, she knows how to run game. It's wrong. I'm saying like, it's used for evil. But I was like, God damn. Because my man was on point with his shit. And he was kind of getting a little, he was tad in his feelings a little bit. I was like, don't let her get you, dog. Because this motherfucker is not giving a fuck. She's a beast. Uh, I can tell you that since she... She's probably going to get into a lot more trouble now for um, uh, blatantly violating ethics rule by hawking Ivanka Trump's clothing line on, uh, oh, yeah. on Fox News. Yeah, she'll probably try to swindle out of that. You know, they real slick, man. Trump and them real, real slick. Yeah, but they still can't break the law, though. That's the thing. We'll see, man. So cute. <laughs> Wait, she tried to hawk her hawk Ivanka's her clothing line. She said, "Oh, I'm gonna." Get, she was she was trying to play it off like trying to be funny. Oh, I'm gonna give Ivanka a free commercial 
Go out and buy her stuff. I love it. And that, that oh. is clearly a violation. Oh, no, 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 no. Can't do that. Can't do that. So cute. She, 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 should, this she should know that. She should know that. Well, she should. So she Q, probably does, but again. Let's go back to Omarosa, Q. Oh. Riddle me the uh, premise of your impression that she was uh, had different preferences in her menfolk. Where did what you come up to that conclusion? Instinct. Gut. <laughs> I mean, I was wrong. I was wrong, but Instinct. She, she talks like one of them. Oh! <laughs> oh! No, no, when I say one of them, now. I mean... One of them sisters that doesn't like melanin. <laughs> That's what I mean. And I stand by that shit. I mean, I'm wrong. I, I am wrong, but I'm standing by how she comes Can off. you describe to me a little bit what is one of them sisters who don't describe the melanin? You know, I'd kind of like to hear that myself. Give us an uh, example. Please. I don't know if I can put a finger exactly on what it is. It's like when a movie star, the camera just loves a movie star. You can't really put a finger on it. It's just there. It's just it's there. It's just the black, the, the way skin, she talks, something about the, way the she black. Talks, the, way she, the way she thinks she's better than everybody else, the way she treated Kwame on the first season of The Apprentice. Um, she's got that right. I mean, it, it's the same feeling I had. When you tell me she was married to a black man, it's the same feeling I had when I found out Robin Gibbons was going to get married to Mike Tyson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same feeling. Robin Gibbons and Mike Tyson, you're not aware of this union? Uh, yeah, of course. I Okay, so I'm saying Robin Gibbons, I put her in that same category. I don't get that one either, but I understand that she was married to Mike Tyson. But I, I guess you can't explain it. No, like I said, some things you can't explain. That's true. No. You just feel. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. It'd be no different than when they... Well, what is it about... Uh, I don't know. Uh, that black uh, woman... Uh, uh, it's just uh, something about them. Uh, those people, they no. <laughs> something <laughs> about them. I can't say what it is, but there's something <laughs> about those people. That You're not slick. <laughs> Good, nice try. <laughs> nice try. You ain't slick. People out there know who I'm talking. She got hair. That she got weaved down to her nipples. She she thinks yeah, very she's, observant. <laughs> she thinks she's uh, all that. She okay. talks like she speaks down to people. I don't know. Just she she would be on the um what was what was your girl's name on Martin? Gina? What was her name? She would have been in Gina's camp in school days. Oh, he really? did not go there. Interesting. Oh, yeah. That's- okay. Okay. Mr. G5G, that's what we want to be. All right. So you you would see a woman like that in real life? And think that she's not into some a, a brother. She'd be into white guys, essentially. Well, okay. Ask, answer me this. Now you brought this up on the show. Yeah, I guess you're not going to answer the question. But go ahead. I'm no, I'm, I'm just saying you brought this up on the show, so I'm not violating anything. But you talked about how your current, uh, your current, per, your current girl. She told you that she thought you. Only dated white women. Now, why does she think that? I don't know. We would have to ask her, but I, I was asking you a question. Well, I'm saying, it, it, it's, but she was wrong. So some people just get a read. It might be wrong, but they get a read. Right. So can you answer the question I asked you? 
What was the question? <laughs> That's what I say. You kind of like that one white lady. <laughs> That's what was the question? <laughs> like I just asked you, you want this whole other thing. I asked you, I said, if you were to see uh, Amarosa or a woman like Amarosa, yeah. a sister like that on the street, you would think she only dates white women. I mean, excuse me, not white men. <laughs> white men. <Well>, no, I, <laughs> I'm not basing that just on seeing her on the street. I'm basing that on the interactions that she's had. So if she's oh, on the okay. street, Trump, and she's supporting Trump, I would think that, yes. Okay, thank you for answering the question. If she's walking down the street by herself, I have no reason to make that. I have no, there's no, there's no stimulus to tell me anything about her. I understand. Okay. All righty. Well, shout out to Amarosha. Uh, she's one of those types, apparently. Leave it at that. Well, no, apparently she's not. I'm, I'm surprised. Well, I guess, I right. Well, I mean, just going off a of site and you judging her, not knowing this, but she would come off that way to you. Even though Shoot, she's I'm, I'm surprised Ben Carson's married to a black woman. All right, and he keeps it up. <laughs> I said it. I ain't ashamed of that shit. Hilarious. <laughs> Well, hey, I guess they, there's always a couple of rules in the in the household. <laughs> but anyway, uh, anything else? I think that pretty much covers it up. Where was Sean today? I don't know. Yeah, probably got something else going on. Shout out to Ampu. He had to step out. Um, so shout out to those gentlemen. <clears throat> Man, this was a doozy of a show today. Well, we're talking about all kinds of stuff. This is a long one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, appreciate you listening to us today. Big, sexy, and sack. Where can they find you online? Same place as always. Q, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Twitter, big, sexy, and sack. Facebook, Mark Wiggins. All right. Q Strong, where can they find you? I just want to say to Big Sexy, we, we still have an email working for you, sir, Red Shirts. Oh, yeah. That too. <laughs> just, just so you know, uh, you can find me. I tell you what. You go to Real Q Storm, Real Q Storm, R E E L Q S T O R M dot com. That will take you to my YouTube channel where you see all kinds of stuff. You can also find me on Facebook as Michael Jones, Q Storm Media Group on Facebook. Check me out there. And then there's the red shirts. Go to iTunes, download the show, subscribe, leave a review. And you can go to our Twitter page at Red Shirts 1701 and go to Tumblr and search under Red Shirts. You will see all kinds of Star Trek. All kinds of Star Trek stuff. All right. It's a lot. It's a lot there, buddy. A lot there, buddy. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I'm getting restless. I need to go to the bathroom. Um, all right. So, shout out to Sean Hill. Shout out to Big Sexy. Shout out to Ant Pooh. Shout out to Q Storm. Big Ken. Day Dropping. All of the usual people you know. And my name is Michael Dean. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm tired. It's a long show. We got to get out of here, man. I got to eat. Oh, shout out to the Blue Water Bistro. We went there last night. It was excellent. Salmon, jerk chicken, fish and chips. Is that an Asian place or a Japanese place? Mm, No. I don't know what it is. It's definitely not Asian or anything like that. Because we have a Blue Asian Bistro up here. It's off the chain. It's it's Japanese, though. Oh, okay. No, this is... uh, I don't know what it is. It's... But it was a lot of black folks there. It and they say, cool. it's good. That's all that matters. But it was good. Right, <laughs> right on the water there. So definitely uh, shouting them out. We can get some business. Hey, let me get up out of here. Work it like a job. Why don't you? We'll see you next time. Peace.